0: Karama here with a quick infomercial, and I have a question for you. Are you tired of social media outlets that block real content? I mean, are you tired of your favorite internet truth teller getting blocked or put in FedBook jail? Tired of making a comment and the algorithm quickly deems your comment to be offensive and takes it down? I mean, are you tired of making a post and a fact check pops up, making it look like your info isn't accurate, and then it turns out that the fact check is actually the lie? Are you tired of seeing white people get by with racist commentary or posts and they never get blocked, but unapologetically black truth tellers are always having their videos taken down? Tired of having to wait a month or seven days or 14 days for your favorite social media truth teller to get their page back up because white owned social media outlet owners take their content down whenever they feel like it. Tired of black people getting on white owned social media outlets and finding out that the outlet is making billions of dollars, but you don't get one red cent of that money. Well, if you're really tired, then you should do as I did and make the switch. Yeah. Come on over to otwtube.com where your content and comments are actually accepted. Also, get the Urema Karam app where you can stay up to date on real truth that lamestream media intentionally hides from you. Come on over to sites that accept you being unapologetically black. I mean, come on over to sites that love you being free to express yourself. I am Yuri Karama, and I approve this message. Very appropriate song for the for the mood of this room that we're about to create. That was that, that was tank the ratchet commandments. <laughs> tank the ratchet commandments. And, and and the thing about that the thing about that song was is that uh interestingly enough. That shit was the fucking truth, the whole truth and nothing but the motherfucking truth. So when truth is on the scene, falsehood flees. It's it's no it's no coincidence that 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 song isn't isn't playing at the top, the top rated songs in the country. Yeah, it's no coincidence. Fuck them, though. It plays over here on Yurema Karama system, so that's what counts. So if this is your first time rocking, peace, prosperity, salutations, you're rocking with the brand. I am Yurima Karama. This is the Mastermind Alliance, and if this is your first time rocking with us, please go to the webpage, www.yurimakarama.com. I, I don't really have to say that to the Clubhouse family, but I'm always getting new people over here on IG, so... Uh, I just wanted to put that out for the IG family. That's com. You will want to get the app because they block my black ass. They block me off these platforms. Um, the IG's been kind of all right lately because I ain't really been going in like that. Sovereign Creed, peace to the gods. Yes, peace to the gods and the goddesses in the room. Uh, So, yeah, you'll want to get that. Also, next month, July 22nd through the 25th, we have our annual national Unity Walk event. We are going to be in the home of Black Wall Street, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And it's going to be a festive event. There's going to be a tour around the... Black Wall Street. We're getting brother uh, Freeman Culver. He's going to take us on a tour. We have events. Uh, there will be uh, a family day for us. So if you can make it out, please go to the webpage page www.theunitywalk.com and uh, go to the events and donations page and hit the link for. Uh, there is a link there that you can hit for hotel discounted rate. If you are going to travel in from out of state, uh, and then you can get a discounted rate on your hotel stay. We're playing, we're staying at the Avid hotel. Also, we are planning our next trip. I'm looking at the end of August, beginning of September, uh, for our, uh, family trip for the IG and, Facebook and Clubhouse family uh for us to look at. I think we're looking at Cairo, Illinois. I have to get with the Empress Monica to make sure that that is correct because that we're we're going to take a look at uh some of the pyramids that our ancestors built. Uh, I know my ancestors were here way way before fucking Columbus uh, 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 made his way. I don't know. As a matter of fact, Columbus never even got here. Uh, <clears throat> Columbus got as far, I believe, as the Caribbean and that was it. Uh, but in any case, my ancestors were here long before the fucking any European uh, got here. As a matter of fact, um, damn, should have never let them out. We had them roped in Europe, 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 Europa. Black woman, but we had them roped in. Caucus Mountains, Europe. They were roped in and then we set them free. And the rest is history. Look at the condition that we're in right now. As a matter of fact, because because we unroped them and let them out, this is why we have to have this fucking bullshit ass discussion on why black men, black men wanna, they wanna, they wanna stand down on everything except when it comes to fucking wearing bonnets. They want to stand down on everything except when it comes to goddamn wearing shower caps. Now they want to stand in solidarity with black women. All of a sudden, black men are standing up. Yes, we're in solidarity with with, with our black women. F Monique. We're in solidarity with our black women now. Bitch ass niggas ain't been in solidarity. Bitch ass niggas ain't picked up no goddamn guns to be in solidarity with the black woman. When the black woman's children is out here getting fucking slaughtered by these fucking slave patrols, bitch ass niggas, where's your guns? You want to put on shower caps and goddamn bonnets, but, but where's the guns? Where's the, where's the retaliation nigga? Since you want to stand with black women? No, you want to stand with black women on some homosexual ass shit. You want to stand with black women on some fugazi ass shit. You want to stand with black women because you got some fucking homosexual tendencies within you. You niggas been wanting to wear dresses and high heels and panties and fucking bras and all that shit. I know the atrazine is in you niggas. So you want to stand with black women when it comes to that. But when it comes to doing some real work and doing some real standing with black women, when it comes to standing in God power... Niggas can't be found. But as soon as Monique comes out and wants to hold sisters accountable and did it, did the shit out of fucking love, did that shit out of fucking nothing but love. But, but hey, it goes back to my statement. It goes back to my statement, man. And I stood on that shit and I stand on it. It's reinforced even today. Goes back to my statement. Because if black women can't even hold other black women accountable, if black women can't hold other black women, and this falls in line with the last, this is the third day that we've that we've been in Clubhouse, that we've been on IG, and the conversation has continued to go. It hasn't been about all about black women. But there has been tones of accountability And if black women can't even hold Other black women accountable Black men, you got fucking nothing coming I told you It'll be easier for black men To get a black man off of death row In the state of Louisiana Than it will for a black man To get a black woman to admit That she's fucking wrong About any goddamn thing For a black man to hold A black woman accountable It's not happening I've had brothers inbox me Saying, brother I'm 50 and 60 years old saying bruh I've never had a black woman or been in a relationship where a black woman ever said she was sorry for fucking anything and this ain't a bash on black women this is actually a fucking bash on these bitch ass niggas out here who decided to put on goddamn bonnets and then tried to justify the shit to me in some comments oh man you know I wear sick bonnets because of my get the shit out of here nigga They actually, the shit is so bad, family. They actually have rules in certain schools around the goddamn country. You can't wear bonnets. You can't come in here with shower caps. You can't wear bathrobes. And you can't come in with house slippers on. They got rules in certain schools. Black women can get dressed up for the club, but they can't get dressed up to take their goddamn children to school. if we're making it, if i'm making an educated assumption and this again is not a bash on black women but we got to call the shit what it what it is apparently fucking monique monique felt it important enough to talk about so can we make an educated assumption and i hate to do this but i just got to show how 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 serious this is can we make an educated assumption that if we see a black woman taking her children to school, and she's got on house slippers, and she's got on a bathrobe, and she's got on a shower cap. Could we possibly make an educator to something that she hasn't washed her face and brushed her teeth? She's left the house. Because children watch. Now you might be, that you might feel like, damn, Urimo, come on, man. But children watch, they emulate when we start talking about fucking generational curses we have to start with the small shit we can't just go to the big shit we have to start with the small shit black women went in on Monique man for what? when she did that shit out of love she did that shit out of love man so we can't A black woman, check this family, check this shit. A black woman can't want to see black women at the highest heights. A black woman can't want to see black women presentable out in public because she knows that black women are built like that. A black woman can't want to see black women in they goddess status getting the adoration that they deserve and she's got to get backlash for that i fuck with monique i ain't gonna lie when she did that shit with netflix and niggas was trying to make excuses about that she's asking for her money oh man she ain't worth it Man, she she, she, thinking she on Dave Chappelle. Well, if she don't ask for it, the crackers ain't going to give it to her, nigga. So she asked for hers. What the fuck you asking for, nigga? And Monique respects her husband. She's gotten backlash for that. Oh, she's, oh, she, it's like he just makes her bow down. No, she respects her marriage and respects her husband. That man ain't making her do anything. It's in her because she's from that cloth. There are black women who grew up in certain eras and there were certain codes that they followed. It's called a code of ethics within the confines of a marriage, my nigga. it ain't no bowing down it ain't no slave shit it's the fact that she respects her man that's his kingdom that's her queendom and he respects her too
1: Guys, so there has been this debate and this conversation going on on social media, mainly black Twitter, about black women wearing bonnets in public. And it all started when someone, a man, a black man tweeted, ladies, y'all got to stop this. I'm fed up. OK, he is fed up. He said these bonnet got to go a whole flock. of them. I couldn't even get them all. And it's a picture of black women in the airport who look like they don't know that their picture is being taken. But it's black women in the airport who are in um, they're in regular clothes, but they are wearing bonnets as if they are headed to bed. And he's saying that he's fed up and he's tired of seeing women wear bonnets in public. And so a lot of people have been chiming in and i noticed there's a lot of men chiming in saying they don't like seeing women in bonnets in public. Like Plies, who always has something to say, he said, it should be a law. You shouldn't be able to wear bonnets no more than six feet outside your residence. They wearing these in the airport like they a Louis Vuitton bucket hat. He said, ain't in y'all business, ladies. I just thought they were supposed to be to sleep in. The actress Monique, the comedian Monique I want to share what she had to say About black women in particular Wearing bonnets in public
2: Hey my sweet babies So um, It took me a minute To say what I'm ready to say Because
0: now, now, Now before we go there Before we go there Before we go there Listen to my tone Listen to my tone and how I go in, how I just went in. Okay, so you got that. Listen to how this woman respectfully addresses the women who are participating in this. Listen to how respectfully she does this shit. We're in a society right now where you can't even show motherfuckers love and try to get them to their highest fucking heights. You can't even show motherfuckers love because you want to see them reach the highest version of themselves and they get backlash for it. This is how you know we're in a Sodom and Gomorrah Babylon type fucking cipher. And there's only a few of us good ones left. Only a few. You can't even show niggas love. Without the backlash. Why? Because motherfuckers do not want to be held accountable for anything. They don't want to be held accountable for nothing. They don't want to be held accountable for a motherfucking thing. And that's men and women. That's men and women. I just got. I just got in the house a little bit ago. I was downtown. I was so disgusted. I drive through downtown on certain nights just so I can people watch and see the fuck shit. And, and I was so disgusted. I'm seeing a group of a group of brothers and sisters in a circle talking. Why did I have to see? Why did I have to see a couple of niggas boxers? And they was dressed up. In slacks. Slacks! Not jeans. Slacks! The sisters was in nice knee length skirts, looking fabulous like goddesses are supposed to look. The niggas was in slacks, sagging. Slacks! how how sway how do you sag in slacks you taking your ladies out you sagging why did i see these niggas boxers one was red with fucking checkers all over it the other niggas boxers i don't know if they it was it was a combination between purple and pink slacks sagging yeah so uh let's get back to this watch how respectful she is if 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 people
2: can't accept this, yeah, we're fucked. I want to make sure I'm not saying it in judgment, and I want to make sure I'm saying it from a place of love. Y'all, some of y'all have given me the title of auntie, and I'm honored that y'all do that, right? But there are times where auntie got to talk to her babies and say some real shit. So yesterday, I was in the airport in Atlanta because I'm in Jackson, Mississippi now at Chuckle's Comedy Club, right? And we got three shows tonight. We got a matinee at 5.30, then we got seven, then we got 10, right? And I'm excited. I always love going to the stage. So when we got to the airport yesterday, I was excited like, all right, baby, let's go get them in Jackson, Mississippi. And as we began to walk through the airport, I saw so many, actually, too many to count and too many for me to tap. But I saw so many of our young sisters in head bonnets, scarves, slippers, pajamas, blankets wrapped around them, and this is how they're showing up to the airport. And then, I've been seeing it, not just at the airport, I've been seeing it at the store, at the mall. I've been seeing sisters showing up with these bonnets and headscarves and these slippers. And the question that I'm having to you, my sweet babies, when did we lose pride in representing ourselves? When did we step away of, let me make sure I'm presentable when I leave my home. Mm. Let me make sure I'm representing the family I created, so that if I'm out in the street, I look like I have pride in Mm. myself. And I'm not saying no full face of makeup. I'm not saying no full front lace frontal. I'm not saying none of that. All I'm saying is, could you please comb your hair? Mm. And if you don't want to comb your hair, they got enough shit out here now, baby, where you can style yourself up and look like you have pride.
3: Mm. I'm
2: not saying you don't have pride, but the representation that you're showing Someone would have to ask you to know that you had it. Mm. So, my sweet babies, for the ones that do call me Auntie, I love you for real. Even the ones that don't, I love y'all asses too. But the babies that say Auntie to me, please listen to Auntie. Always have pride in your representation Mm. of you. It's not to get a man, it's not, it is just your representation of you, my sweet babies. So, I'm just giving y'all a warning. If I see you in the streets, in the airport, in the Walmart, and you got a bonnet on and you got slippers on and you looking like, what the fuck, I think going to tap you and say, hey, baby girl, show you what you worth, Mm. show you what you deserve. So all of those posts that you see celebrities putting out there saying, hey, queen, hey, queen, hey, queen. Well, can we start putting it into action? Mm. So I'm asking our wiser sisters when we see our little babies out there looking like they just don't care. And I'm not saying y'all don't. It looks like it. Can we just tap them and say, baby girl, you deserve more than what you're showing?
0: I'm going to stop it right there. What the fuck is wrong with that type of accountability? She showed love. She showed compassion. What the fuck was wrong with that type of accountability for black women and black men with they bitch ass to want to push back? What the fuck was wrong with that shit?
4: Not a goddamn thing.
0: Thank you, Conscious. Not a motherfucking thing was wrong with how she brought that. You couldn't have brought that no better. I love that woman. That was accountability, and she wasn't just doing it for the people wearing the bonnets, she's doing it for those other celebrities. Start tapping these sisters and bring them up on game. That's 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 the highest form of love you can show. When people ain't in their right mind and you trying to bring them up, what fucking higher form of love can you give? not a fucking billionaire a goddamn bentley on his birthday this is the highest form of fucking love you can give man is pulling people up so that they can reach their highest heights shit got me heated man watching these bitch ass niggas put on bonnets talking about they standing in solidarity And half them bitch-ass niggas, half them bitch-ass niggas, when they see a black woman with a bonnet or a shower cap on, they're gonna go run to a fucking Becky with they bitch-ass talking about, oh man, black women, they don't be knowing how to dress, they too hard, you can't tell them nothing. But now you want to stand in solidarity? Fuck out of here, bitch-ass niggas. Them niggas can all eat dicks. Every last one of them that had fucking bonnets and shower caps on. They probably want to eat dicks anyway. D-Wealth, I'm on one, fam. What's good? That shit got me heated. When you got somebody showing love the way this woman did, man, and they're going to castigate her.
5: wild to me man that's what I was fucking it's, backwards
0: man it's, it's it's
5: indicative of everything that's been going on and i, I don't i don't um I'm not, I'm not bringing up this brother's name because i i, I rock with his whole platform but uh, when the whole uh, shit came out with um you know when kevin samuels was going in about the women you know twerking in the uh in the restaurant and all that kind of stuff and the kind of backlash that that he got for that and you know i mean it's it's crazy man he, honestly I, I got i got a uh uh a perspective on that, you know, I feel like the majority of the time when you see women with uh bonnets on and, and all that type of shit, those are typically the women who wear wigs and weaves and, you know, they don't they, they cover their hair up because to, to get dressed for them is to put on you know, three-inch eyelashes and fucking, you know, blonde hair hats and shit you know what I'm saying? So they throw the bonnet on and, and go out here because they, they, they can't show their natural hair you know what I'm saying? And so uh, it's it's the, the, the root of the problem is, is is that type of shit right there, you know, in my opinion. And, uh, you know, it, it is fucked up as far as, you know, the accountability is concerned uh, on, on every level. You know what I'm saying? On the mass level, you know, black women can't be held accountable for a lot of shit. You know, and shout out to the sisters who understand, you know, how to start the self-awareness to know, you know, what type of, uh, how to adjust the lifestyle and shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Outside of that, it's like, you know, as a whole, you know, to, to look at black women as a group in the state of the world, the world right now, you know, it's, it's really sad, you know what I'm saying, that that brothers got to feel a way to even, you know, mention that this is what we, you know, what we require as men, you know what I'm saying, and, 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 and things like that, and then for that to be a problem, you know, the, the conversation about masculinity is a problem, you know, the conversation about accountability is a problem, and it's like, you know, I think it's just prime time. Maybe it's a, it's just divinely aligned right now for you know the cars to get pulled, and
0: that's just what's happening right now. So, yeah, yeah, I um, I think that I think that um, you 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 absolutely make some great points, D. Um, you know, I don't per- personally personally I get I guess my 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 feel on it is that. Um you don't have to like like I on on my platform, there's certain shit that I say, there's certain shit that I say, and I have a certain belief system because I believe that we are currently in in war. so there's certain shit that I say. that doesn't mean that people have to adhere to it as a matter of fact. As a matter of fact, the majority of the time they don't. That's just the reality. Like they might be on my feed listening. But the majority of the time they ain't going to adhere to that shit. Motherfuckers going. People is out partying right now. That be on your Rima Karama's feed. I'm in my house doing a live stream on some conscious shit. So people ain't going to adhere to it. But I'll be goddamn. You can't check me. About the shit that I say, how is you going to come at a woman who's showing fucking love, man? Just don't take off the bonnet. Keep wearing the fucking shower cap if that's what you choose to do. But don't try to justify the fucking be the fuck shit behavior. When she's showing love, just just continue to do what you do. But to try to castigate this woman and run her name through the mud, that's that's that, that's that bullshit, man. And it was the same thing, D, when you mentioned down the, 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 the fucking sisters twerking in that man's restaurant. This is this man's place of business, man. They didn't lift one brick to help that man start that fucking business.
5: Didn't lift one brick. And they tried to shut that man's business down, man. Yeah, exactly.
0: Didn't lift one brick. And, if you let, and, and when you bring up Kevin Samuels, what people don't know is Kevin Samuels was going in on black men way before he was going in on black exactly. women. he had exactly. been going in on black men for years. And there ain't no backlash. What happened when Cube was telling niggas, stop sagging? You didn't hear black men all coming at Cube, trying to drag his fucking name through the mud. Why? Because the niggas that's going to sag, they going to keep sagging. And black men, some of us do know how to accept responsibility. Now, I won't say because I don't sag. I've never, I've never, that shit was just never like part of my repertoire as far as clothes wise. But, but some of us accept accountability and responsibility for actions. But we, nobody drug cube for that. They're trying to drag Monique, man. That, that, that is just bullshit, man. That's bullshit. Go ahead, Wealth. Peace, family, peace. I was just saying, you know,
6: it, it 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 is saddening and and disgusting almost at the complete lack of accountability because I, I think we don't we we know we do realize but we fight against the understanding that we are reflections of each other Facts. period. And I think the fact that so many of us, it's it's like it's like disowning your brother, disowning your sister. Oh, I don't know that motherfucker, but that's your sister, that's your brother, and you know that whatever they do is it's gonna affect you, because the way people view them is the way the people are gonna view you as a group, you as a family, like it or not. That's you don't have to like it. That's the way the world works, right? So when when you leave your house and you. Unpresentable to the world. You you looking crazy out here. You're not this individual mindset, right? That oh, I, I, it's, it's it's my choice. It's, it's just me. Well, when you get in your ass beat in public and nobody come to save you, why's you bad?
3: Mm.
6: why you mad? Why the why the why the it's just me? Don't apply that, right? So you can't you can't expect family treatment if you're not if if you're not doing what's in the best interest of family like i I just it, it it's mind boggling right the entitlement and the complete lack of accountability you know what i mean like we talked about this recently how you know there are black men many in this room and i know that if they see a sister out here and she needs help. She she's looking like she's in a threatening situation. We stepping in. Facts. Right? Because we looking at you as family. We looking at you as family. So we not gonna leave you out there. We're not gonna hang you out there to dry. Let the let the wolves just get you. But see, we don't understand that <coughs> I, I think a lot of the sisters don't understand this goes for the brothers too. You go out there and you rebellious against family when the shit hits the fan and it's just you with no support don't get mad because you wanted to be an individual and you went off by yourself doing individual shit. Mm. So when the problems come, I hope you're ready to deal with them problems as an individual. That's why there's accountability. You're accountable to the group. It's something that you owe back to the family for that same protection that you get. You owe something for that.
0: (sighs) Teach.
6: You owe something for that. You you owe accountability to the group. You owe something for that. You don't get it just because you think you deserve it. The world don't work like that. That's called entitlement. And a lot of a lot of us, both male and female, we're walking around here with the sense of entitlement like somebody owe you shit. You know what I mean? But you ain't put nothing in. Mm. That's like walking up to a restaurant and, and, and ordering food and like uh, why you wanna charge me for this? I'm hungry, I'm supposed to eat. <laughs> Try that shit. Right? Go into my house and just take food out there first because you're hungry.
3: Mm. Right? There's
6: always accountability. There's always, there's a balance. If you take in, then you have to give. So what is it that you give into the black community? If you're expecting for that same black community to come to your aid, if if the shit hits your fan it's not hard to understand but if you want to be an individual then take your consequences out there in the world as an individual that's why the worst punishment back in the days was banishment because now you are without a tribe and you're at the mercy of all those other groups of people and they're going to treat you terrible
0: facts lone wolf yeah I, I I, too Um, this is how sick we are and I want to clarify this real quick um, and then I want I want the uh, I want the empresses to get in uh, Leticia and Roxy uh, as well to get your input. But this is how sick we are. And somebody did this on my on my on my um, IG page. Because because niggas like excuses, they make excuses every for everything, except why the fuck they won't stand up against the system of right racism. But in any case, uh, the excuse is. Instead of dealing with the problem directly, and I want to change the context of, of, of this because the way that what, what I intentionally had this narrative set up is not even particularly about the women. I want to talk about the men, but this is the excuse. They're saying that uh, some of the sisters are saying, well, Monique was dressed in a bathrobe. She should have showered and looked presentable. No, let's clarify Monique was in her fucking hotel room where it's appropriate to wear a goddamn bathrobe. Yeah, Monique wasn't at the airport. She wasn't at out at Walmart. She wasn't in Sears. She wasn't driving her child to school. Monique was in the confines of her hotel room where it's appropriate to wear a robe, where it's appropriate to wear a bonnet, where it's appropriate to wear a shower cap, where it's appropriate to wear fucking house slippers. Yeah, Yeah, she was where she was actually in the confines of a place where that type of attire is fucking appropriate. For the ones who can't think fast, for the ones who took the fucking short bus to school. Let's let let me clarify that for you. Yeah, she was she was in the confines of her hotel room. So it's appropriate to wear your bathrobe there. Yeah, you didn't know that. We're so discombobulated as a people. Maybe you thought it was appropriate to wear that shit in Walmart, and maybe maybe you get dressed up in the confines of your home. Maybe that's how you sleep. Yeah, no, no, it, you're you're backwards. Slow bus, motherfuckers. Yeah. The other thing is this. The other thing is this, and this was the just of this uh, of this conversation is the black men. So. This is how I get down. There's a sister that actually used to be part of my organization, the Unity Walk. And no, I didn't change my name. The page is just the Unity Walk. That's my nonprofit organization. Um, So no, I didn't change my name. IG just took my page down. I'm not starting a new one. Fuck them. Um, They can kiss my black ass. Uh, But there was a sister who was part of my organization. She posted those black men in bonnets and shower caps and was supportive of them. Imagine the dismay I felt at a sister who was part of my organization. The fact that she would be in support of that. Yeah, you know, I blocked her ass immediately. Yeah, you know, she she immediately got blocked. You can't live on my page with that bullshit. And you're in support of emasculation. Of black men. Because that's basically what we're talking about. Black men wanting to put up bonnets. Put on bonnets. And shower caps. Talking about they're in support. Of other black women. Who wear bonnets and shower caps. Again. Are those same bitch ass niggas. Going to pick up guns. For the next dead body. For the next dead black body. That drops to the ground. Are those same niggas going to pick up guns. And show you as they're loading the clip into the gun, the fully loaded clip, are they going to tell you, now we're going to go out and support black women with these clips, with these guns with loaded clips. We're going to show you what happens when you fuck with our black women and there's dead bodies. Are they going to do that? I mean, they they want to put on bonnets and shower caps. So if they're going to support black women... Well, you need to support black women all the way around the board. Don't let it stop there. Don't let it stop there. Are you going to go get a samurai sword and go up in that fucking Asian shop the next time a black woman is disrespected? And chop Chen Lee's fucking head off his shoulders? Are you going to do that? I mean, we're talking about we're talking about the support of black women because, see, the support of black women doesn't just include putting on fucking bonnets and shower caps. And heels and and all of that, and that's another thing. What's going on? These fucking trannies. Well, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. Yeah, cause cause some of these some of these trannies, some of these male trannies who are dressing up as women. Yeah, they getting more pussy than some of y'all. Yeah, and the and the, and the sisters that support that shit, that behind the scenes shit, going out thinking they going out with their little girlfriend. They little tranny friend, yeah, they little tranny friend is getting more pussy than you, than some of y'all, while you're putting on bonnets and goddamn shower caps. But if we're going to talk about the protection of black women, we have to talk about that protection all the way around the board. See, are you going to protect those black women while you putting on your bonnet and your fucking shower cap, bitch-ass nigga? Are you going to protect those black women when her black boyfriend beats her ass and leaves her bruised? Are you going to go see that nigga? We talking about the protection of black women because that's what you, that's the, that's the post you put up. You want to stand in solidarity with black women. Yeah. When she's got a Looney Tunes for ass boyfriend, who's a stalker, are you going to stand in solidarity and stand on her front porch? or sleep on her front room couch as protection for her when this nigga decides to get crazy and come back and he's got an AK-47, and you're gonna stand in solidarity with that black woman or black women because, see, that shit happens all over this country. Since you're talking about standing in solidarity, let's talk about solidarity and what that fucking looks like. Let's talk about solidarity. See, when those cops grabbed that black woman, Because she gets a little bit what they consider to be a little bit aggressive because she knows that black men ain't protecting. So she's got to kind of talk up for herself and they slam her to the ground. Are you going to look past that cracker's badge in his fucking uniform and go and grab him by his motherfucking neck and get that cracker up off that sister? We talking about standing in solidarity with black women. Are you going to get him off of her? Are you going to take the bullet for her? Are you going to stand in front of her? This is bigger than a bonnet and a shower cap, my nigga. That's what the fuck I thought. We're going to continue hearing crickets. We're going to continue hearing crickets. You going to go to war for the black woman? Because there's a war raging right now. If you didn't know. See, those of us in this community, we know about the war. We see it every day. We live in this shit. Are you going to go to war for that black woman? Yeah, when they take that black woman's child, are you going to go down there and get that child back? You We're standing in solidarity with black women. That's, that's what you wore the bonnet and the fucking shower caps for, my nigga. So are you going to go get her child back? Letitia and Roxy, what's good, Empresses? Let's hear from, let's get some feminine energy. Because I can go all night digging in on these bitch-ass niggas out here. I can go all night.
7: Greetings, family. Assalamu alaikum. And, um, yeah, uh, powerful, powerful words, brother, Yarima. But, you know, um, one of the things that's so important is... um, the Honorable Minister Louis Farrakhan and the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, they said a nation can rise no higher than its woman, and in that in that statement, it's two parts. The first part is that the men are supposed to show up and to protect the woman, to let the woman be comfortable to be a woman. And the second part of that is a woman is supposed to always present herself. As a woman, as a, as a young lady, actually, they're all girls in the eyes of Allah. So they're not old. They're all girls. But, you know, and the art of being a girl is the art of not going out looking like a thought, not, you know, you don't have to put on 20 pounds of, of, of makeup, but to allow yourself to be feminine and, and and to be feminine, you can be covered and be of the utmost femininity but to be a feminine woman and that doesn't mean that you are uh, second to anyone that doesn't mean that you are submissive to anyone but it means to be comfortable in your femininity and the irony is that they've turned everything so upside down that you have women who fight against what it means to be feminine to be feminine means to be able to present yourself with respect you know back in the days before my time during my mom's day they used to have etiquette training for for women you know my mom used to tell me about it and of course my mom taught me about you know certain things about how to act and how to be uh you know when i was growing up but they used to have etiquette training there was etiquette training in the schools you know and this is before um uh, integration said it in. when when the schools were segregated which was actually the best ever for black people they every high school had um an etiquette training the men were trained in certain ways and and the women um the girls in high school were trained how to um know how to present themselves and of course all that's been taken away and the and the uh era of thoughtism and pigeons and and birds and all that other (laughs) stuff and bitches and hoes has come to be full circle and so everybody is so glorified and and calling themselves that that you know we have our own sisters calling themselves bitches or ho ho you got me fucked up and all this other stuff so when you take yourself down to that level then you're going to act that level when you take yourself and you call yourself a certain term, you're going to become that term. So what we're seeing here now is that people are actually fighting to maintain the low level vibration of being considered a whole, being considered ghetto, being considered a thought, because that is how a person of that stature would carry themselves. You know, if you carry yourself, like what you call, when you call the women in the room, you say empress, would an empress go out in a shower cap and house shoes? Not Okay, because what does an empress immediately bring to mind? So, you know, it's been a whole mental assault on black people as a whole that they've gotten them so trained that they fight each other, even when you are trying to love on each other to raise each other. And Sister Monique, I, I follow her, so I was so uh, enamored when she brought that post and I posted, you know, on it and, and, and did my thing because she was right and she spoke with love. She spoke with the highest vibration of pure love and saying, I love you and I want to see the best for you. You know, I want to see you win, you know? And um, unfortunately, You know, uh, not everybody wants to see us win. Even ourselves no longer understand what it means. And people have, you know, girls are on their posting tooth and nail like, well, I can go out in my bonnet. It doesn't mean I don't respect myself, but it does. It really does. It means you don't because it wasn't enough for you to take your pajamas off. Those are the same pajamas that you was in bed and you're going out your bed out into the world with all the viruses and all the germs. Just that alone. Let's forget about the wardrobe itself. But you wear pajamas something that's supposed to be sacred in your own home you're wearing it out where everybody is coughing and sneezing and and got feces on their hands and you're wearing all that out and then you're going to come back and bring that back home into your home into your bed see there's street clothes and then there's there's night clothes and just that alone should be reasoning for people to understand you know the shower is a shower the shower ain't walking down the street you know but um you know, I, I love my black people. I'm not gonna give up on it. But we have to have continue to have this dialogue and we have to continue to fight for what's right. And this room right now and what you're saying is is on that truth. So I'm about mental discernment and I appreciate it. Thank you.
0: Thanks for that, uh, Roxy. <clears throat> and you brought up an important point and, and and again it's small but it's big and I learned this at a young age and it and and, and Some people might look at it as as not a big deal, but but it really is. It really is, and it's something small. But these are things that we gotta talk about. The clothes that I wear out into the atmosphere, the clothes that I wear outside, I don't wear those back in and jump in the bed with them. Something small like that. It's just something like that that's small. If I wear this outside right now, I will not come back in my home and wear this and, and, and jump in the bed. This has to come off. It's, it's simple. Because everything, all the energy that I've picked up, whatever I've picked up outside, I'm gonna bring it back in and jump in the bed with it? And I gotta sleep in that? And people don't know why they fucking, why they're going crazy? People don't know why they got generational curses going on? People don't know why their fucking energy is off because you picking up shit, bringing it back into your home, and then jumping in the fucking bed with the shit. Empress Letitia.
8: Peace, gods. Peace, goddess. Peace, um, peace, Empress. Peace, peace. Y'all having a good evening? Um. I just wanted to say something quickly. I was taught as a child that you don't go out and what you wear to bed. It kind of piggybacks off of what y'all just both said. But um, my grandmother taught me whatever you wear to bed, you don't wear out into public. So um, I found an interesting one. I did post uh, Monique's um, follow-up video and uh, then saw some posts thereafter that wanted to rebuttal that. And I, I lovingly uh, went to one of the sisters and just let her know that, you know, it wasn't appropriate for us to wear hair, um, our hair bonnets out in public. And she says she manifests whatever she wants to manifest, regardless of what she wears. Um, so just as Monique mentioned in that. You know, you don't know what opportunities you're missing out on because you're out there looking hauled out and you're looking ratchet. Um, A lot of these women want to know why they don't have a man. Uh, Most men who are worth having aren't going to want a man, a woman who's walking around looking like she just got out of bed. Um, And there are other facts. You can wear wear a cap. You can can wear a baseball cap. You can wear a, a headscarf. Um, there are other options of outside of wearing a hair bonnet or a shower cap or, or some, uh, house, house slippers um, out, to, out in public um, and definitely not a robe. That actually would be something my, uh, one of my aunts who uh, helped to raise me would threaten us to come up there if we fucked up at school. And embarrass us in her robe, in her bonnet, or her house slippers. That was a way to keep us in line. It was Mm. like, you don't want to be coming up there to beat your ass at school in my house slippers and my bonnet, which I wouldn't do as a mother to my child, period. I don't care uh, as far as discipline wise, I think it's embarrassing to both. but yeah, that that's what I was taught growing up is that's not something that you wore out in public and I think the problem is a lot of people just don't wanna be held accountable, Eurema. Um, people are upset because they, they have these slut shaming parades and or slut such parades, I think it was. Uh, I forgot Amber Rose or I yeah. don't know who.
0: Amber Rose. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Amber
8: Rose. Parade. Yep. I mean, they're, they're embracing. All, we're in that time when you're embracing all the the uh evil in this world. We're just we just know that that we're in that time of of prophetic um uh revelation and and that uh things are are just coming coming around to us to see full circles like how evil is now embraced and and good is is as Monique you see how the ridicule she, she's facing just for coming and she was very loving like I was like I felt like she was my aunt I, I mean an aunt that I never had I'm like wow she's she really does seem genuinely concerned and and I picked up on on her energy and 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 I feel like I could be that aunt to someone, you know, in my day and time. So so I, I have to learn how to approach uh, in the way she does as well. Um, but that's, that's my own personal growth. But needless to say, yeah, it's just unfortunately you got people who were raised up. They were probably raised up with someone whose mother brought came to their school like that.
3: Oh
0: nice. Okay, cool. Were you were you done, uh, Empress Letitia? You got cut there, the the last part. Uh she she might she. Okay, something's going on. Uh but yeah. Um, you know, black men gotta stand. We we had this talk the other day about black women holding black women accountable. As a matter of fact, we had this talk last night, particularly about. Um, the LGBT woman who was up here and um, I wasn't in the room, but <clears throat> it was just the fact that some sisters should have come up and assisted D because of the way it looks. Uh, whenever a black man is, is, it, and, and, and sometimes it's, it's not even accountability. Sometimes it's just showing love, trying to teach you something. And,
8: he probably did. I don't know. Um, but that was some bitch ass shit for them to be walking around or making videos with them in bonnets. That that is some effen- effeminate male, you know, shit. And so they probably do want to go that way too. That's why they were wearing bonnets. That's just one, probably one thing that they that they put on of their woman or their parents. Or their moms that they have in the house. Um, we don't know what else they they like to wear. They probably wear their uh, their mothers' uh, dresses. Like oh boy from uh, the movie. Uh, what was his name? What movie? <laughs> it was a movie where <laughs> where the guy used to wear his mom's dress and She was in the she was oh, in psycho. the
3: Psycho. Uh, psycho. Oh Norman psycho.
8: Yeah, oh, they yeah. probably do that bullshit in their house. I mean, they're wearing bonnets on, on the video, so you just never know what they're doing behind closed doors. But yeah, it, it's not it, it's it's unfortunate, but people just don't want to be held accountable. They want to change things that were that are evil or 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 uh, disgrace to like being a slut. You're supposed to be proud of of giving your pussy to everybody. It's just it, it's it's, it 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 almost like I, I laugh to keep from crying because the shit's just unreal. But, <laughs> right. but thank you, thank you for bringing this topic up because it definitely was necessary.
6: I appreciate y'all.
0: Oh no no no! It's 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 uh, th- this shit had me heated the way these dudes was up here with this bullshit talking about they they want to stand in solidarity with black women. If, these bitch ass niggas, I, I can't with them. Uh, I am. One over here on IG says, I think the problem is we don't have enough strong women guiding and holding the younger women responsible. Instead, we have social media telling our girls how they should be. There's a lot of truth with that. Um, Social media is a guiding post uh, for uh, some of the some of the a a lot of the fuckery that that we see. Um, But a lot of uh, there's a lot of times people just aren't standing up too um and that's unfortunate um it's it's just uh it's just really unfortunate um Kareem Kareem did you uh want to add to the conversation i know you and Conscious uh
3: yeah can you hear me
0: yes yes peace peace of man
9: oh man As I sit here and listen to this man, it always you know gets a level of like <laughs> you know a, a, a pet peeve level man it's like you can't have it both ways you know you can't have it both ways and we get to the point of you know as sister uh, the teacher just said you know we're, we're getting to the point of we want to be respected but doing shit that People don't get respected for, right? And and it's like whether it be a slut walk, whether it be going out in public looking a certain way, you know. And then for us men, that are talking about brothers standing in solidarity and they putting on damn bonnets, it's like, and <laughs> we want to be respected. You know, I, I think about that shit sometimes. The white folks are just sitting watching us, you know, and, and, and the video that you showed yesterday, I showed to some of my, some of my uh, young men, you know, that that are in the program today, and, you know, they, they were like, what the hell? But it, it all makes sense, right? When we got, as, as you're saying, when we got brothers that this is what they're choosing to, to stand in solidarity with and some real shit, they're like, nah, 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 I, I can't do nothing about that you know they can't do nothing about standing in solidarity with, 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 and going out there and that that Chinaman that that china little kid you know running up on on, on him and being outside and like you know he said I going to be safe we can't do that but we can go pull on some bodies and you got some big strong looking dudes <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, like this the you know. And like, so as y'all said, so like, what the fuck else are y'all wearing you know, what what and y'all to take it to today, so what y'all doing behind closed doors and it's like, yo, do, do we not understand how this thing makes us look? You know, and I do think that it is that generation thing in regards to being taught and those standards. I remember my grandfather, man. He was hard body about that, you know. if you didn't leave the house, <laughs> you know. your ass almost have to stand like like military style. You sit down, <laughs> and they watch you know, your mission, those shit is right. Right. Have creases in your pants if you're going out somewhere dressing, Creases in your pants. Your belt is the proper length. Your shirt is tucked properly. And that's what I teach in my book. But, you know, we, we have you do that because it it's needed. Because here's the other thing. truthfully, in many homes. Ain't nobody teaching this shit, right? Ain't no, and truthfully, whether it's to the to the sisters or 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 to the to the young men, ain't nobody. So a lot of the stuff that we're seeing now here is because these lessons ain't being taught, right? Back in the day, you would have a rites of passage. Ain't no rites of passage going on.
0: Hey, K. Ring, mean, certainly, you certainly use that. yes I guess real quick, and then I want you to continue. But I, but this is an important point right here. Um, bonnets, bonnets have traditionally been linked to slavery. Slave women shipped from Africa who traditionally wore African headdresses in their native countries were given European styles of bonnets. Slaves carrying out household tasks were often given bonnets of a traditional European made style. While slaves in the field wore hand-tied sun bonnets, these head bonnets were preferred by the masters for hygiene, while also offering protection from the sun. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> Go ahead, Kareem. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Nah, I'm glad you dropped
9: that because that, that's that's what it is. I remember when I first, you know, I'm I'm, I'm an NYC. And you know, it was the whole era where you had, you know, brothers were rocking the do rags and outside the do rags. I remember when I found out exactly what you just said about about even about the do rags. I was like, holy shit! My mind was blown. You know that this thing, and we were rocking it, and it was out there like like this was some like this was what's up. And when that all of that was what was used against our ancestors. And they were forced to do it and here we rocking and we're thinking that it's something just as you saying with the bond. That it's something to be proud of. And you know, it just shows just so just so much work to be done. And you know, and and, and as you say, you know, the small group focused on that shit because some of these folks are are, are just gonna get, you know,
3: there's she being let to slaughter, man, and they want to be let to slaughter, and
9: and just doesn't make any damn sense. I don't even know what else to say. Thanks, y'all.
0: Yeah, I um, I you know I'm <clears throat> I I might um, I might be uh <clears throat> sounding a little upset by this because I it is just pure fuckery. But make no mistake about it, Kareem. Um, <clears throat> at the end of the day, when I say that there has to be a separation. I do not have time to talk a nigga out of wearing a fucking bonnet or a shower cap. I, 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 don't have the time or the energy. Uh, I mean, we'll have this room just to show the, just to show the idiocracy in it, but I'm not going out in my day. Di- if I see a nigga in a bonnet and a shower cap, that nigga gets left. I don't even have the time to pull over to ask him what the fuck he's doing. Like, like we, we, I, we, we just don't have it to do. If, if a nigga's wearing a shower cap, or a bonnet, <laughs> he's not, he can't be part of the community. I mean, that's, that's just, that's just how that's got to go. Cause we don't have time. We're in crunch time. We're in crunch time. That's why, that's why I don't allow, I don't allow debates on my platform. We're in crunch time. What we, what we got to debate. I mean, what do we got to debate? Are we going to debate if we, are we, what are we debating that we own an energy company or we don't own one? I mean, are we going to debate that we actually own the Cobalt and Coltan that's used to make these cell phones or we don't own it? What do we have to debate at this point? We know what it is. We're in crunch time. And for those that want to debate, that's because they don't know what the fuck is going on. And to me, they're agent provocateurs used to protect the system of white racism and try to bring up some talking points to get us off game. They can't, uh, you can't mass gaslight me like that. So we're in crunch time. I don't have time to talk niggas out of wearing hair bonnets. I don't have time to talk niggas out of taking dresses off and high heels. And, and, you know, it, it's the craziest shit. Conscious, you up, man. What's good, family? What's good, fan Peace to everybody in the room. Um, peace, peace, peace. Peace, Yeah, I think it's, um, I think they blacklisted Monique, they, they got it out for especially ever
4: after that um that Netflix thing. So I stood well her then and I stayed with well now. And um it's kinda like a it's kinda like the Boondocks, man. I don't know if y'all ever seen the episode with the Boondocks where, where my the king came back and he was just upset. Yeah, same thing. You know, it's like um I talk about it sometimes too. It's like um when I was growing up, it's, it's the liberal, that's the liberal agenda. That's the same Me Too, that's the same liberal agenda. Now you're ex- like, but remember it's the, that's the feminine movement I mean for the,
3: for the black women though, if you know what I'm talking about.
4: Mm-hmm. Cause it's negative and they, they make you, they make the black woman accept like being ratchet and you know, the Cardi B type for personality. And um you know, it's a negative stereotype for a, a black woman and her being
3: um independent. So it's just more to that, like, yeah, you're independent and you can do it
4: where you're bonnet, do whatever, you you know. You could be ass naked outside, do whatever. It's okay. You know what I mean? And that's where it's going, but they're not seeing the, um, the, 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 the you know, they, they losing value in, in, in themselves in it. Like, I, I, but we don't want to see it that way. We want to see it as people trying to control you and, you know, more, more people being old school, but I, I say this a lot. It's like even when we were in school, when I was in school and I was younger, they used to teach us that this whole—I call it the liberal—the liberal idea. It was feeding you this liberal idea, and what your parents taught you—that tradition of going like combing your hair and keep pulling your pants up and doing what was right—that was that was like nah, I ain't doing that, you know. You, you fought against that, but as you become a man, as you as you get older, you see how. Now nah, that, that, that there was some, you know, there was this value in that. You know what I'm saying? And long story short is now that that um, it's just it's just going far, you know, way just way way out where everything is acceptable. You know everything where you know just the outrageous things where outrageous the more outrageous the more not you know they're trying to make everything outrageous quote unquote normal. And what is normal? They're trying to make that outrage. You know what I'm saying? They're trying to make that uh, a thing that's that's to be done away with, uh, so to speak. They want if you if you want to be normal, they're trying to take you to the stake right now. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a witch hunt for you. So Monique trying to be normal and, and quote unquote normal and, and, and you know have show that you have value and telling the women to show that they have value. They want to be trying to take us to the stake. So I just think we gotta be very mindful and the people that's conscious, like the people in this room, we just gotta be aware and um, you know, vigilant. And I just, I look at all that things like, you know, it's all distraction, you know? And like you said, we are remiss the emasculation of a man. You know what I mean? Like, even if you a man and you wear a that nobody needs to know that shit, man. Like, only that, like, that's, that's, that's too much. And like you said, are you gonna back out that gun and get and have that clip loaded for 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 shit? Like, come on, like so, you know. And I, it, it, me, I'm on that timing, you know, straight up. <laughs> I'm on that timing. I'm not. I'm not putting on no bonding and doing no challenge or I don't know what they doing now because I only. I didn't even know about this. Um, but I'm glad you brought it to my attention. And I always stand by me, but you know, I think we just gotta pay attention to how they're they're trying to erase. Um, you know. They're trying to race, uh, you know, what's, what's quote unquote normal. They're trying to erase everything that's natural and, 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 and that's done. And, you know, give you the upside down, inside out.
5: So, I'm, you know, you the floor. Peace, so, man. so the,
0: um, wanna... real quick, uh, well, the rapper, <laughs> the rapper Ludacris is, there's a picture with Ludacris apparently getting off his Learjet Wearing a fucking bonnet. I wish I could show y'all. It's the craziest shit. Well, I can I, I can actually show the IG family.
4: Yeah, I'm, they had this shit with Usher too and that and that blouse thing.
0: That blouse rumper. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> hey, uh, so so for so for so for uh, so for. For the black women, for the goddesses and empresses in the room, let me let me just say that let me be the first to tell you this. Let me be the first to tell you this because there literally is, there literally is, they are trying to create a gender war, and and there are many that are falling for that shit on both sides. Many are falling for that shit on both sides. The the gender war between black men and black women it's been going on for a long time, um, and. <clears throat> Uh, the majority aren't going for it, but there's a lot that are. There's a lot that are. So let me be the first to tell you this. Um, the bad news is this. And there, there, there is no good news, unfortunately. Um, well, actually, there is good news. Um, the good news is this. Let's start off with the good news first. The good news is that if you can find guys like Yurima Kurama, D, Dwayne, Kareem, Conscious, If you can find good brothers, uh, uh, I see Dave in the audience. Um, If you, uh, you know, Aaron's down there. If you can find good brothers like us, you're good. You're good. The bad news is this. (laughs) This is the bad news. If the only help in solidarity that you can get is niggas wearing bonnets and shower caps, I hate to tell you, black woman, but you're fucked on this whole planet. If that's the only solidarity that you can get from the black man, is a motherfucker who can put a bonnet on his head or a goddamn shower cap, yeah, you're fucked. Yeah, game over. Yeah, let that sink in. <coughs> Go ahead, Well, Peace, family. Yo, I, it, it, it just
6: hit me, because um, one of the things, one of my strengths is, is seeing patterns. And in this, I see strong patterns of behavior. You know, um, and, and, and the patterns
9: bring me back to the book, The Miseducation of the Negro. Cardi G.
3: Woodson. Um, Cardi G. Woodson, yes. And
6: in that book, he tells of a story where if you can train the black man that the back door is the door that he's supposed to go through and give him praises for being obedient and going through that back door, even if someone else was to try to invite him to go through the front door, he would fight vigorously not to go through that front door and would
3: assume his position at the back door happily. And I'm paraphrasing. Mm -hmm. What I see here
6: is the complete dissolution of black pride. where the absence of black pride
3: has been ingrained as
6: something to be proud of mm. and when Monique tried to correct that low self esteem, low self image, lack of back black pride state in black women, the backlash reminds me of that statement in that book. Hmm where they're fighting vigorously to go towards the ledge and jump the hell off. See, as a parent, I educate my children. I got four of them. I got two older ones, 16 and 13, and I got two younger ones, one and three. Hmm. And I was having a conversation with the 13 year old one day. And it was good because what had just happened is my one year old went to go to the steps where we got you know the gate to block the steps, and for her it's an adventure because she's not allowed to go there because there's danger there, but she can't perceive the danger.
3: Mm. So for her it's an adventure, and when we move her away from the steps, she cries.
6: She cried that day, and the other kids were there to see it, but I, I saw an opportunity to teach, mm. and. After she went to bed, I was talking with the older ones, and I told my daughter, I said, because me and my daughter, we we was talking about a situation where she believed that she, she should have some freedoms that she, I believe she wasn't ready for yet, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
6: And that was a teaching moment. I said, I went over the situation that happened with the one-year-old, and I said, why do you think she she started crying she's like because she think it's fun over there i said but is it fun she's like no she could fall down the steps and break her neck i said how do you know that she was like because i'm older than her and i can i can see i can understand it better than she can i said absolutely so when i tell you i can see dangers that you can't see and it feels like I'm taking your fun away by telling you, hey,
3: don't go in that direction. There's danger there that you can't see. Mm. Do
6: you see how you were behaving just like she is? Mm. And the message was
3: received immediately. She gave me a hug. Apologize. Mm. Well done,
6: man. God apologize. Sometimes you got to break it down to them and spoon-feed it to them through real-life examples that they can connect to. See, the wisest teachers are always taught not by directly saying what the what the jewel is, but by leading the student to how to understand what the jewel is. Mm. Not just giving it to them in their hand.
3: Because mm. they, they
6: don't know what it means if you just give it to them in their in hand. Mm. But if you show them the pathway to understand the worth of it, then they'll keep that with them for a lifetime because now they got to understand it. And see, a lot of these sisters, they think that you're trying to control them just like my one-year-old probably thought I was trying to control her at at them steps. Just like my 13-year-old thought I was trying to control her because she's not ready for social media. Mm. You understand? But sometimes you got to connect the dots in something simple that they can understand that's still teaching the same principle. And when they can say, yes, I understand, this is what that is, you just draw a line to where you are right now, the conversation that you have. And in each one of those situations, I know that anyone hearing my voice right now They can connect those dots right now inside their own head. The conviction gotta be there, cause you understand it. Mm -hmm. Even at my age, I'm forty, and there's things that I don't know. I know a lot, but there's a there's more that I don't know that I do know. And if an elder pulls me to the side, it says, "Hey." I'm trying to hip you to some game, man. I know you think what you're doing is, is a good thing, but it might not be a good thing. Before I reflexively go, no, no, no. I'm going to ask a question now because I understand that process. I'm going to ask a question. Hey, explain it to me. I don't understand. Hmm. Show me how you looking out for me. I'm not just going to shut you down because you took away my feel good. Mm. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You took the time to Pull me to the side. I'm tr- I'm trying to understand what 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 you had to offer. Mm. Now it doesn't always mean that I'm agree with you, but at least I'm open minded enough to hear you out because there's a it there might be a jewel there that could save my life.
3: Facts. Hmm.
6: Wow. So so I just wanted to share that with y'all.
0: Thanks, wealth. Yes. Damn, you bro, always bro, you always come with the wisdom, bro. Yeah. We appreciate you, brother. Just Phenomenal
5: analogies, man. It be them analogies for me,
0: bro. Yeah, exactly. Um Latina, you've entered. Do you want to uh want to add? Latina, you there?
3: Hey. Yes. Hi. Hi everyone. Please. Um I just want to say
10: that I think it's embarrassing that men would even take this subject of bonnets to choose this thing of solidarity out of everything
8: that's come up, uh, that they decide to choose this one topic and just just really embarrassing to the black race as a whole. And um it's it's just Concerning for the future what we have to look forward to if this is the one topic that they have decided to choose and pose and do all types of pictures for it's just it's just really
10: sad.
0: Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um
4: <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Yurima, can I tap in real quick and say this? No,
0: absolutely. Go ahead, conscious.
4: So what I'm also seeing is that they're perverting our, our the rebel energy that our youth has. So there's a rebellious energy that you're supposed to have for me, like for injustice of the government and stuff like that. But they're using it to make us rebel in like sexuality and rebel in, uh, in, in moral ways. You know what I'm saying? saying when you're supposed to rebel in a moral way what against the injustices you, you know what i mean mm-hmm. you're supposed to rebel in righteousness and so to speak but they're making people rebel in in righteousness and and that, that's not cool but i just, just want to say that
0: i appreciate that um yeah appreciate that family Absolutely. um d we um we got Shady Shawnee over here. Shady, am I saying it not right? Shady when Shani. My
10: name is Shante. Um, I I rap and I go by the name Shady Shawnee. And one thing I know. Okay. Um, I'm a conscious woman, conscious in the world, but mentally, my subconscious is a, is a little innocent. But I'm well aware of what's going on in this world. I am not blind. Okay. One thing I do know is that sex sales, and that a lot of women do feel the need to sell sex in order to move forward you know a woman like myself mm. before I knew who I was man used to be able to tell me whatever they said be able to say whatever to me you know and I used to be like oh he thinks I'm because he said I'm beautiful that's what he thinks but really that's not it a, a man that knows you and and really knows your heart and, and knows the type of woman that he has in his head know the type of treasure that you are. He treats you as such. And and not because he wants something out of you, but because he sees in you what you don't see in yourself. Mm. And then not only that, he's not that type of man. He 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 doesn't need he doesn't need women. He only needs that one woman to listen listen to what he has to say, listen to how she's his peace, how she literally allows him to spill out everything that he wants to say to her with no judgment, no nothing. See, that's the problem with, I feel, a lot of women, too. We don't know how to be quiet. We so busy wanting to be heard and busy wanting to be seen that we don't see ourselves. And now that I see myself, I have a totally different message that I want to get out. And mm. I, I want women to know, like, it's it's okay to be yourself. i literally been looking crazy. I don't care how I look no more. I used to be one of the women done up, doing the TikToks, all of that stuff. And when I tell you I found God, not only did I find God, I found me a man of God that I'm willing to follow. And now that I have that man of God that I'm willing to follow, like, I want to follow him to the ends of the earth, but not follow behind him i want to be a partner i want to do my own stuff and have him do his own thing and then when we get done doing what we doing we come home and we say baby i had a good day and all i could think about was getting back home to you but now women are worried about all the material and what this man can buy and what this man can do and how this man going to feel if you gonna, if you don't do a certain thing that's literally what women and women of color deal with every day. And I'm a brown-skinned, I call myself dark-skinned. For a while, I wouldn't use the darkest emoji because I was scared of my skin color. Do you hear me? They had me scared of my skin color because men had me think, well, I won't even say men, but social media had me thinking that a light-skinned woman was way more beautiful than I was. Oh, my God. And so now that I see my beauty and see who I am, it, if yeah. I got a body on what does that matter my what my outer looks like does not matter my inner is the most the most beautiful thing and i i won't say i'm the purest soul but i try to be pure i try to do everything in god i try i'm i i i can only try that's all i can do is try and learn and be led but i'm not being led down no dark alleyway like, I need to see a future. And if I tell you I see a future with you, you need to know that I looked past all of that already. And I'm leaving it in God's hands. If, I, if I'm if i following a man of God, then he should trust me when I say, believe in God. You believe in God, so let's follow him. Whew.
0: Ashanti, let me say this, young Empress. I... One of the things that I love is um, transparency. For you to get on and be so transparent, um, you almost brought tears to my eyes, for real. Because um, that level of transparency, we need more of that. You know, the saying is, "Your pain runs deep. Share it with me." And um, these are the type of these are the type of dialogues that we need. Um, because everything is not glitz and glamour. We need real women like you to tell those real stories. Like you just gave a real fucking story about how who you were before and how you looked at yourself and how you allowed men to and how you changed. Somebody, there's a woman. That's going to watch this feed later. There's a young lady that's going to watch this. They needed to hear that gospel tonight. And
10: that's what I want. I
0: thank you for that. That's
10: what I want. I got nieces that's watching me and seeing what they auntie doing. And at first I was like, well, you know what? Honestly, I take that back. I told you. Subconsciously, I'm just as woke. So I knew that what I was doing. I'm sorry. Let me get my, Mm. I knew that what I was doing wasn't right because my nieces look up to me. Not only that, my soul my sisters that aren't my, my family, my blood, they got kids that look up to me. I wanna be a mother mm. someday. And that's when it all started making sense. Like if, if I'm really gonna do both, I have to I have to rebrand myself. So that's what I'm doing. I'm rebranding, but it's okay to rebrand. That that just means I learned and facts. That just means you learn, and that just means you're ready to grow. And as a woman, I'm ready to go, and I, 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 I'm I, ready to grow. And I got a story to tell, and I want women to hear it, but I also want women to be educated on who they are. So if y'all mm. ready to hear some education on who women are and, and who black women are, who you are as a black woman, follow Shady Shining, because I have a story to tell, and I'm ready to tell it. I've been hiding, but not no more. That felt like the longest week, but I'm back and I'm ready to tell my story. So follow me if you want to hear
3: the real Ashanti.
0: Ashanti, real quick question before you go: um, What would you say to what would you say to any young sisters or um, any women? Period that um, might be. You know, they live in this life the best they can. Let's just say that. They live in the life the best they can. They live in the life according to the knowledge that they have. Um, And they have a good, there's a good dude that's trying to give them information, that's trying to feed them. That's all he's trying to do. And they're resisting. What would you say to that?
10: Close your mouth and open your ears. Because your mouth Hmm. makes you deaf. When you talk over people, you can't hear what they're trying to say. And I'm learning that when you talk over somebody that you love, they don't feel heard. And literally, I'm 30 years old almost. My whole life, beautiful, right? And I didn't know it. My whole life, I knew who I was my whole subconsciously and consciously. I've known who I've been my whole life. And I haven't said nothing. I've been letting my fear silence me. I've been letting all my fears mm. silence who I really am. And now that I know who I am, I don't want to be silent and I also don't want that to hinder me though. I don't want I don't want it to hinder me from being able to move forward. Cuz if I can't move forward, I'm going to continue to look back at the old me and I know I'm I know that I'm a totally new woman. I know I'm new. I feel it in the way I talk, the way I walk, the way I control my emotions. And I'm not gonna sit up here and say, I went through this journey by myself. I have friends and family help me, but most importantly, I had a guy that's my best friend walking me through and he didn't even Mm -hmm. know how much he was growing me as a woman. He didn't even know he was growing me as a woman, but I did. I knew I was being sparked off the positive energy that this man had. I knew he was sparking something godly within me. When I tell you, mm. you didn't tell me Jesus was real before meeting this man. But I see now. I, I see my thoughts and I'm ready to learn. I'm telling that man, I'm I'm ready to learn from you, not nobody else. I want to learn from you. And then we can, we can take all of that stuff and we can change the world because that's what that's always been. One thing I've always been sure about is that I was supposed to be the change. And that's why I learned to compromise versus warning or choosing love. I compromise all the time.
0: Young Empress, thank you. I so appreciate you. You're welcome on my platform anytime. Thank you. Thank you so
3: thank
10: much. You. I'll be back. I just started following you a week ago. So I'll be back. Awesome. Be, I, you definitely got a message I'm trying to hear and I wish I would have listened, but now I'm ready.
3: I got you. Stick
0: around. It gets better. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank you. I tell you what. Uh, um, yeah, thank you. Uh, Empress. Um, uh, Wow, I don't know for the to leave. uh I'm, sorry.
10: <laughs> um, oh, I'm always having a Shantae.
0: There might be an there might be an X button over there that you can get.
10: I, I see
0: it. Um okay. yeah, thank, you. thank you. Peace peace, love, and light. Peace and love
10: to you as well. Light as well.
0: Yeah. So I'm an empath and that shit touched me, man that shit really touched me. I'm I'm like, like real shit like that. Like that was that, that shit just, that just happened. That was so fucking real. She is so real. And no matter, no matter the ideology and, and, and all of that, you just like, like, that's one of them situations where, where, you know, you can feel it in your spirit that the person is being fucking authentic. You can feel it in your spirit that this shit is authentic. It's transparent. This shit is real. She's been through this shit. You can just feel it, man. That shit really humbled me. Somebody else want to take the mic for a minute?
7: I hope she's still listening. Cause I want her to know that Auntie Rocky is so proud of her for owning her power and her beautiful, beautiful brown skin. Cause I had to jump over to IG too. Um, that was beautiful. And uh, the fact that she came and gave that testimony,
3: uh, it made me like get teary eyed. It really did. And especially when she
7: talked about how she didn't like her beautiful, beautiful skin and her skin is her power. And it's so, it makes me so bad how they turned it upside down. And that's coming from somebody who is of, of a lighter hue. And I don't wear that as a badge. I wear it as, as, uh, basically a representation of all the rape and pillaging that was done on my people uh, because I'm African-American. You know, when I look at my brown skin sisters, I, I, I look at them with such beauty and awe, you know, especially when they have that silky brown skin. And I, I wish I could have hugged her, but I'm just so proud of what she said and being at a young age and coming to that realization. Every day is work, but she is putting in the work. So I'm, I'm very proud of what she said.
0: She's a baby. She's almost 30. She's a baby. And she's getting it. She's a baby. There's there's older women out here that don't get what she's got at almost 30. She's a baby. Do you see how these crackers got us fucked up? Yep. Just talking about just talking about putting up a darker emoji. Just imagine that the psychological effects that this system has had on our people. Where you're of a, and, and I know what she's going through because I got my, 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 my niece. My niece went through the same fucking shit, man. Her mother's lighter, and she used to go out, and when they would be at the mall, and people would be looking at her mother, who was my sister. And my niece is dark skinned. And she always thought that she wasn't beautiful, that she didn't match up. And it's that bull, the, the system that we go through that plays us against each other like that. When the most beautiful women in the fucking world are dark. And they don't even they, they don't even get the recognition, the accolades that they deserve for that. And when they do, it's some type of exploitative bullshit. In some way, form, or fashion, they're going to be exploited as a way to show that they're beautiful, as opposed to just being recognized as you're beautiful aboriginal black woman, you are beautiful. And no, you don't have to be light. That's how deep the psychosis of this shit runs, man. But I'm just uh, um, Ashanti, I thank you. Um, We thank you for sharing that. Um, And it's the power of the youth. And and guess what? You're only going to get stronger. You're only gonna move more into your goddess power. That's a fact, because you're getting it now. There's forty-five and fifty-year-old, fifty-five-year-old women who ain't got what you got right now. They ain't found themselves, and some of them won't. They'll have to go through this life cycle again. They'll have to be re- recycled right back through this bullshit. You moving into God goddess power now. Keep going, and anything that the family can do. We are going to aid and assist you on that journey. Wow. I'm so, so impressed. And I'm so humbled too that you would uh that you would be over here. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Um, it's not an easy thing to do. A lot of people um I've said it, I've said it before that sometimes the the hardest the hardest person to meet in this life is yourself. Because you got to go into the dark. A lot of times people think that they're ugly. They don't want to look at themselves in the mirror. It's hard to take that makeup off. <laughs> it's hard to take that weave off. It's hard to take that wig off. And just look at you. And find the beauty in that. And get past the European ideology and the European uh, 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 uh Method for how they view you, or how you want, how they want you to view yourself through their lens. We have to take off the European lenses and put our lenses back on. Go ahead, D. Uh, I actually
3: was just—I meant to just tap the mic, but um, you know, it's it's funny.
5: You say you—you know—it's hard to take the makeup off. It's hard to take the wigs off and all that. You know, apparently it's hard to take the bonus off too. <laughs> and, you, know, and, you know, to, to, uh, to the sister, you know, that, that, that vulnerability is, is very much appreciated and, um, just much love to you. You know what I'm saying? In your journey, you know, um, I just, I, I think, I think it's just beautiful. The type of stuff that comes up in our room man. this is just awesome. It's really awesome. But, uh, there's so much that I wanted to speak on the whole time, you know, and and my, my thoughts are going in so many different directions. Um, so I'm, I'm going with yield for right now.
3: Yeah, there's
0: there's always a jewel. There's always a jewel that comes up. <laughs> it's always a jewel that comes up, and tonight it was it was Ashanti. She came up, and and we're appreciative. I uh, want to get to you, Wealth. I want to get to James first. James, uh, you just entered. Did you want to add something, brother, to the conversation?
4: Yeah, real quick. Um, hi, everybody. My name is James. Um, I got in when we were talking about the bonnets, and uh, us men are holding women accountable for the bonnets. And um, in my generation, uh, I want to hold the men accountable because uh, the do rags is, in my opinion, is equivalent to these bonnets. Her team is uh, unprofessional, and um, I had made a post on my Instagram about it. You know, we're holding all these women accountable, but we're not self-reflecting our young men. Also, that is also a problem. So that's all I had to uh, get to the conversation. Thank you.
5: Hey, to that point, um, if you oh
4: my my bad, uh, well, uh, I'm I'm waiting for you, bro. Go ahead. I just mentioned the durags, James, because yeah, I've I've I definitely felt
6: that as well. Go Wow, I just want to say to to Sister Ashanti, you know, I, names have meanings, right? And the name was powerful from the start because mm-hmm. I started with the Ashanti tribe, and the I felt the sister, right? I felt her. Right, I I I felt that that knowingness of self, right, and that peace with knowing who you are, being at peace with self, it it shone through in in her commentary and and when she was speaking. Um, I I just want to say, you know, sister. Thank you for sharing your story, because it it definitely brightened up my night. Mm. All right, um, it, it is it is it is like water in the desert. You know, when when we look around at our current times, you know, to know that there's still those indigo children out there. Mm. You know, that are still out there. There's more and more of them out there, and this this environment. Just like it did for me, it's a lightning rod that attracts us, you know. And um, I just want to welcome you because I heard you said you you, you you just started listening a week ago, and um, I, I just want to welcome you to to, to this room and, and this environment. Um, I also wanted to to say, you know, we the, the, had the two brothers okay K. Reem and James mentioned the rags and your Reema, You had mentioned the Sagan, right? And I'm, I'm guilty when in my younger days of both. But I, I don't know. Sagging in my days was just a little bit different. But it was still sagging. It was on the hips. It was not below the butt. But that was considered sagging. You know what I mean? And that's something I don't do anymore since I became a man. You know, since I stepped into manhood. And when I learned where it came from, you know, uh, old man, you know, enlighten me where that came from inside the penitentiary system, you know, not that had belts and how to,
3: how to, how to, how to, the homosexuals would advertise
6: their butts. Right. And, um, I had a conversation with a younger man. We talk about holding young men accountable. Sometimes it's not about talking at the person. Cause when you're talking at somebody, they can't hear you. You got to speak with the person, go on a journey with them with your words Right, take them on a walk with you, so that they could understand what you see. And you know, there's a young man that I, I knew. He was a very bright young man because I, I spoke to him times, many times actually. And um, but he used to do the, you know, the the new stuff with the pants down just above the knee. You know what I mean, kind of like it's it, to me, it's the most. Silliest thing in the world, because as a man, if you got to defend yourself, you're going to get knocked the hell out. You know, um, you can't move, you can't run, you can't do nothing. With your pants down there. It's kind of like shackles almost. You know what I mean? Um, and and I had a conversation with him. I said, listen, at the time, he, you know, I was probably like, what, thirty, thirty, 30, maybe, 32. And he was like 19, 20. That much and I told him that uh imagine you coming home from a party and you drunk and you lit and you walking around like that. And at the time I used to work out a lot, so I was a lot bigger and more muscular than I am now. And I grabbed him by the arm like real real tight. And I said, imagine you walking home and a dude grab you like this and yank you into an alley because that dude been locked up since before, since probably puberty. And all he know is
3: boy butt. And he in love with it. And he takes your ass in the alley the same way you can't get out my grip
6: right now. And He was trying, he couldn't. He said, the same way you can't get out my grip right now, he gonna hit you a couple times in your head to let you know he ain't playing with you and you made it so easy for him because you pull ass out. Mm. And he gonna violate you in that alley or behind that dumpster. And the fucked up part about it is that you ain't gonna wanna tell nobody what happened to you. Because you gonna you gonna think that everybody gonna think that you soft. They ain't never gonna look at you the same. So you are gonna hold that poison inside so probably one day you're gonna wanna kill yourself because you can't live with yourself because that memory keeps replaying in your head and you start questioning your own manhood. Mm-hmm. I said, is it really worth it, bro just to be down with the fashion? So mm. you know, sometimes you gotta you gotta you gotta make it realistic. You gotta make it realistic for people to understand. I was like, you think it only happened to girls? I said, how many of your homies It probably happened to and You probably don't know because they feel in the same way. I just explained to you. They can't tell you that. Mm. They got lit at their homie house and woke up with their butthole wide open.
3: Mm.
6: I said, do you really want to open the door for that to happen to you? You know, black men, we, we. Black men got to hold black men accountable and black women got to hold black women accountable. But at the same time, the opposite sex can also hold you accountable. I don't know why there's so much friction with that.
3: Mm.
6: Because as a man, I can tell you about dangers and traps that men will set for you as a woman that you will not be aware of. Because men, men are programmed to hunt. Now, some of Become sick and they start hunting perversions. Teach. But we can recognize what another man do because we men. hmm And the reason why you can't recognize it is because you the prey, so the prey often don't recognize the predator. That's why the predator is successful. At hunting the prey. Facts. So when we telling you something, hey, look, sis. This is not a good look. Or, hey, young brother, this is not a good look. They go those steps again. Be careful. There's danger over there. I'm trying to show you. The only reason I'm wasting, I I wouldn't even use the word wasting. The only reason I'm taking time to out my day to stop and share this with you is because I care about your well-being. Facts. That's it. I could just walk by and mind my business,
3: Mm.
6: but I stop because I care about you. I see me in you. I see my daughter in you. I see my mother in you. I recognize you as family, and I want to see you do better.
3: Mm.
6: So I'm saying all this because we got to get to a point where we understand, like this resistance, this this immediate reaction of. Someone that looks like you is the enemy that came from the white man. Facts. Programming you to look through his eyes every time you look out into the world. Mm. That's why you treat him with so much reverence. That's why you treat the white woman with so much reverence. That's why you treat these Asians with so much reverence. Everybody that don't look like you, you treat with so much reverence, but to your own, you vicious. Hmm. You're looking through the wrong set of eyes. You got to catch yourself. You got to come back to yourself. You know what I mean? I love the fact that this whole conversation is about accountability. Everybody got to hold each other accountable, but before you can hold anybody accountable, you also got to hold yourself accountable.
3: Facts.
6: Because nobody is above reproach. Nobody's above correction. The statement of humbling yourself does not mean degrading yourself. That's not what that means. Humility is different than humiliation. Those are two different words. Might sound similar. Look it up. You know what I mean? But everything that was said here so far is out of love. Now, some people, they give you that tough love. It's still love. Some people may break it down for you. You I mean, but it's coming from a place of love. Ask a question. If you don't understand.
3: Hmm. That's it.
0: Yeah. Thanks for that. wealth. um, Definitely uh, comes out of love, and, and, and what 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 was so compelling about um, so Ashanti? Um, yeah, you gotta you gotta you just gotta you gotta bear with me because I'm a live wire. So I'm one you gotta get used to. My comrades are a little bit more calm than I am. So I'm <laughs> you gotta get used to my platform. You're either gonna love me or you're gonna hate me. Uh, but the thing that was compelling about um uh, uh, is the fact. That what really resonated with me is, is, and you just hit on it, Wealth, when you're trying to help somebody and you talked about the specific um, opposite sex being able to take direction because there's some pitfalls that, that, that they don't know about. From a man's perspective, there's pitfalls that we don't know about. Um, yeah, I want to I wanna talk to women about certain pitfalls that because I'm a man. They can tell me certain things, and, and they do, and, and they are great guides so that I can go around certain things or that, so that I know how to maneuver or so that I know how to position myself in certain ways where it deals with women. There's nothing wrong with that. That's what we're here for, to help one another. Who's, who's better to tell me about women than women? So wealth. When you talked about, you know, the 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 ability for a man to, you know, um, let a woman know certain pitfalls because we're men, and it goes right in line. One thing I like about Ash- uh, uh, the, the Ashanti story is the fact that she was willing. She said a key thing, and this applies on both on both sides. Not just the woman; it applies on the man's side too. The most compelling thing that she said is she shut up and she listened. She said, because if you're talking, you're deaf. You can't hear. And because communication is so important between the groups, it's imperative that both sides are able to be quiet and listen. And not only be quiet and listen, but 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 actually listen and take it in. A lot of times we might be quiet just so we can respond. We're ready to attack. That's not communication. But also I think it comes to a point where a person has to, in their particular life, they have to be ready and open to change. So when they're ready and open to change, then... They're gonna be a little bit more receptive to the message. And I wanna say this, and then I wanna get um I wanna get uh the brother uh J. I. Lee up um to to uh to speak as well. So it's Ashanta. I thank you, Ashanta, for the, for that clarification. Um but I wanna say this. It's interesting. Um, and I don't want to put anybody on blast, but uh, guess what I am. Uh so uh, forgive me but uh no don't forgive me actually so ashanta's 30 she said she was almost 30 she's not 30 yet it's interesting uh because this is the the the, the type of people just think about the type of people Yurima Karama surrounds himself around so d is 36 wealth is 40 i mean j- j- just 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 look at that conscious is not that Conscious is not that. He's not that. Yeah,
4: I'm 32 going on
0: 33 on the 25th. Just look at this. There's hope. There's hope. There's mad hope. There's mad hope. These ain't old heads. (laughs) These ain't old heads at all. These young people, man. Dropping jewels jewel after jewel after jewel facts Jay Ali what's good family Jay Ali Amaru what's good okay yeah forgive me uh, first of all I just want to say I, uh, peace to the gods the peace and uh, God. I appreciate, I appreciate the opportunity to speak and I just want to say that uh, the young lady is Shanti uh, her words
11: touch me deeply because I can un- completely understand where she's coming from because uh, I believe due to my uh my ego for a large portion of my life um I suffered from the same uh sickness and that I felt that I needed to Overpower people with my speech. And, and I, I did a, a terrible job of uh, using my listening skills for a large portion of my life. And as I got older and more mature and uh, the ego was uh, not controlling me as much. And I, I really learned to to listen more. I really to understand that it's a relationship. We have a conversation where we have two ears and one mouth for, for a purpose. The, the the creator did not make a mistake in that regard. And so I had to learn that. Uh and Rima, you literally just said it. You know, a lot of us, we we don't listen to understand. We listen to wait for our opportunity to speak. And I, for a large portion of my life, I was guilty of that. So, so uh, from that regard, for someone almost 30, was that was very impressive to me. Because you know I'm 41, and literally just a couple of years ago, I, I learned that aspect, and honestly, it's still something that I have to to work at. Because you know I'm very passionate. You know I I kind of get into, uh, you know what I want to want to say, but I have to remember that you know I have to give other people their opportunity to be heard. Mm-hmm. But um, in in uh in respect in dealing with what she was speaking about specifically about uh her not being comfortable with who she uh, was just from a complexion standpoint and the emoji and and everything. I think um, we have to understand that a lot of the people that we're referring to in this post, a lot of people that Monique was talking to from the heart, our community has dealt with uh, a lot of trauma um, generationally. And unfortunately, the majority of us um, haven't been equipped with tools to deal with that trauma. Mm.
3: And when you don't deal with your shit, other people have to deal with it. <laughs> and,
11: and that is, if, if I could um, highlight One aspect that is plaguing our community and why we are in the predicament that we currently are in outside of the the social engineering and conditioning that we have been uh, placed in for the majority of our natural life is that we have not been equipped to deal with our trauma and to deal with our shit and we project our shit onto each other Mm, And, and so when you see a lot of people that are sexually confused or uh, doing things that go against the, the grain of who they are as individuals, we have to trace that back to pain. Uh, and we, we dwell on the past far too much and we fast forward to the future and too many of our people that are slaves to our super ego, we are not present. Mm. We are not in the now. The only thing that truly exists is what's happening right now. The past does not
3: exist. It's an idea. The future does not exist. It's an idea. So as long as we're,
11: we're constantly talking about uh who wronged us or or what pain and what trauma that we've experienced, or we we're, we're talking about the plans for the future or how it's gonna be better in the future, Well, we're not dealing with what's happening right now, we continue to perpetuate the same uh what's the proper word insanity cycle, yeah insanity. <laughs> And unfortunately, a large portion of our people are are basically insane. And I, I put it in the feed earlier, like where we are amongst the Walking Dead. And unfortunately, a lot of people who proclaim to be in the conscious community really is is just a trend. Like a lot of things that we see in popular culture, we have this fake woke um, phenomenon, if you if you will. <laughs> Where you have a lot of people because they you know follow someone on YouTube or Instagram or whatever pick your social media platform doesn't really matter we've read one book now all of a sudden we're, we're conscious and what we don't understand it you have the conscious and the unconscious and you may be knowledgeable you may be knowledgeable about a particular subject mm-hmm. but if your vibration is affected, by the, the smallest of, of a scenario to where the simplest thing, if you're driving in your car and someone cuts you off in traffic and now you have now gone into this full race,
3: you're not conscious. Mm. You are a slave to your super ego. Mm. A lot of us have this
11: concept of consciousness confused. We don't understand it. The, to reach a higher state of consciousness is to know peace. And let's just be honest: most of the people that which which we meet and encounter on a day-to-day basis, they don't have peace. Take, mm, I don't care how, how much I don't care how much money they have in their account. I don't care how many followers they have. I don't care how how. Much they portray their, their persona for the gram and do it for the gram and TikTok or whatever picker platform. When all of that shit is gone and they're alone at night in their bed by themselves or where they're in their bathroom looking at their mirror, do they have peace? That is the true form of consciousness. And and, and and the God, Yiruma said it earlier, talking about when well, he's talking to Ashanti about uh, our mission, and you know, basically everything that we experience in this realm, as we're in this physical body, is is basically is to our life mission is to basically reach a higher state of consciousness, consciousness to find peace, to find God while we're here on this hell on Earth. Okay and when when we leave the physical body and we have that opportunity for immortality if we haven't completed our mission guess what we gotta like you said we get recycled and reincarnated and we gotta go through this bitch again and that's simply because we haven't found peace mm. but uh that's that's pretty much that's my two cents i appreciate the, the opportunity to speak uh peace to everyone
0: peace peace um uh j ali you might as well uh Shout out your brand, Sovereign Creed. Uh, As a matter of fact, I'm not wearing my hoodie, but people need to know who you are, brother. So um, because you and your wife are doing some some magnificent things and uh, I'm appreciative. I'm appreciative for all the Aboriginal family that I get a chance to meet that that send me things and that just uh, we just have great vibrational energy. We talk on the phone and and we build. I'm appreciative. There's many people in this room right now that I've had that opportunity to do that with, and you are one of them, brother. So, uh, shout out your brand. People need to know who you are. Well, I, I, I'm humbled and I I truly appreciate uh, that plug. Uh,
11: God and, uh, yes. Um, the name of our uh, company is called uh, sovereign creed. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at sovereign creed, uh, website is www.sovereigncreate.shop and our, our main slogan is we are aligned with the customs and beliefs practiced by our indigenous ancestors. So everything that we do from the food that enters our body, the way we raise our son, the type people that we interact with the the, the way we uh, support our, our community as far as tribal economics is concerned everything uh, is about you know bringing us back to the basics prior to the colonization of these European uh, foreign invaders and we're just trying to uh, bring our people back and, and I think you said in the post a couple of weeks ago everybody has Complains and we talk about all these problems we have, but uh, solutions. And we we're confident that that we are a part of 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 a something that's bigger than us that provides solutions to the myriad of problems uh, plaguing the so-called Negro in America. But I'm um, happy to be here. Um, I look forward to. Uh, Interacting with everybody in the group, and this will not be my last time
0: participating in these discussions. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. Thank
5: that. you, brother. Thank, Thank you. It's
11: good to have you, Jay. Thank you for having
0: me. Yeah.
3: Much love.
0: Absolutely, um, Lynn Turner. You have entered. You have entered the house of the <laughs> Mastermind Alliance. What's good, Empress?
12: Okay, good evening everyone. Good evening. It's good to hear everyone's story and um oh boy, you know, it's just so hard, you know, because uh when I read the title I said, okay. I said I've been seeing this like for the last year and it did kind of reminded me of the brothers that were walk around, you know, with the do rag going. But what got me at one time was the pants, you know, they were buy these pants that's about five sizes bigger than their body. <laughs> and I've seen them. I've seen them with the pants above their knees with the belt on. Their whole butt and everything is out and they have a shirt on just covering their butt. And I would wonder what goes on in the mind and you put your pants on and you taking the belt and you 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 strapping the belt in the last hole you <laughs> your damn legs, across under your butt. And I would see women walking with these boys. <laughs> Mothers walking with their sons. I can't. And I could not understand how in the world
5: I can't
12: did we go from wearing pants that's supposed to be at our waist all the way down to our knees. Okay, I need to talk about that. Another thing. I worked in a uh I worked in the juvenile justice system for ten years in New York. I worked with the what they deemed as the worst of the worst blood scripts. And I used to, you know, I like to work with the boys. Give me the worst ones. Give me the bad, badasses. Mm
3: -hmm.
12: And I was able to control them to the point where every day I would come in I would have to do 16 hours because no one wanted to work on the dorms with these boys. So they would put me there. Mm. And these boys would treat me as as if I was their mother. I was very stern with them. And uh, these are the ones that were out there doing all sorts of things to people. The majority of them were 98.5% black. Mm. Maybe a Puerto, couple of Puerto Ricans. Had reading levels. They were like 17, 18, 19 might get 21, 20 in there uh, once in a while. They would have a reading level, like a third or fourth grade. But whenever they had visits, on their days of visits, the mothers would always come up for the
3: boys, and the females would get no visits at all. Mm -hmm. No
12: matter what type of crime these boys did, the mothers would come up. But yet, when I would get these boys by themselves, the ones that was out there killing and murdering and doing all sorts of things, you know, they supposed to have been, you know, this macho guy out on the street. But when I had that kid at night and I would walk in their room, they would be in their room crying like a baby. Mr. Turner, can you please come talk to me? And I would talk to them. By the time I finished talking to them, they gained, you know, I gained the type of respect where they would call me mom instead of Miss Turner. I don't to always tell them, no, I'm Ms. Turner. But sometimes they say, lie you you my mother. Mm. Some of them right now, 30-something years old, still call me, stay in contact with me and always tell me, man, Miss Turner, I sure wish you was my mother. Mm. And I would, you know, what I planted on them and I always would try to talk to them and let them know they would have to live that type of life. But when I seen that they had no other choice in the matter, no fathers around, and they they, they named the father. The father was locked up or uh, got killed. When it came to the females, most of the female stories were, I got kicked out because my mother thought I wanted to speak with her boyfriend. Mm. I was called all type of bitches. My mother didn't want me at home. I was out there prostituting at eleven and twelve. Oh, they come in at eleven twelve. But when they put on a the jumper, they look like a regular kid when they were eleven and twelve, thirteen years old. They look like a grown woman with a bunch of makeup and everything on. It's the saddest thing. To whereas after ten years, I could no longer work there. Like when I would come to work, I would literally sit in my car for 20 minutes before I walked up in there because that's how my spirit changed.
3: Mm.
12: Once I walked up in there, it was a hellhole. And what got me the most was when you wanted, you know, when you tried to implement a program, something that you knew that was going to help the kids. Oh, no, the administration didn't want that to go to.
3: Right. So there was no type of really rehabilitation for these kids whatsoever. And I looked at what all all of this money. Let's say
12: one, you know, kid child stays in there for one day. It's $300, you know. But you don't spend this type of money when these kids are released. Hmm. Then when they go to prison, oh, it's like $3,000 a day for them to say, but there's no rehabilitation at all. Then they're thrown back into the community where they're still thrown back into the, 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 the pit of the fire again. And I, you know, my heart just bleeded for, I couldn't, you know, it just bleeded for these boys, these young boys. And my son, you know, he's, he was their age at the time, and
3: you know I introduced them because I actually adopted two of the boys mm. from the jail they're thirty
12: two years old now I adopted two uh um identical twins that I knew they didn't belong in there. and I want a good home and I brought these boys to my home at sixteen years old mm. and to this day they they say. Mom, we want to go around telling people the story, what you did, because there's nobody on earth that would have done what you did. Mm. One of the child, you know, I knew, I, I worked with him, and I knew from the jump that he did not belong in there, that he was just a follower. I said, he don't belong there. So when he was getting ready to go upstate, I told him, he said, Mom, I'm in foster care and everything, you know. I said, Why don't, when you get out, you will to come to my house. He didn't believe that. When he went upstate, I was doing the work to become a foster parent for him. So when it was time for him to get out. He said, I can't believe it. He said, but Mom, I got a twin brother, and he's up in another jail. I said, oh, my God, it's two of y'all. <laughs> I said, then, um... Mm. I got to go see her. So I got on the bus. Me and my daughter rode like seven hours in New York up to meet the twin brother to let him know also that he would be coming to my home. And and I had two daughters and I had a son. And you're going to be part of the family. These boys came and they changed their life around. They never got locked back up. They're 32 years old now. They're doing the best things in life, taking care of their families. And they always call me an angel, mind, there's nobody like you. People don't. And I, I've taken kids out of foster care system and I've always told them, the foster, foster mothers don't want, foster parents do not want teenagers. Those are the hardest ones. Those are the ones that they, no one, Nobody wants them.
3: Mm-hmm.
12: I was like, no, give them to me. I don't want little kids. I want the teenagers. Because I can help them teenagers. I've helped over 75 teenagers. Not one kid that came in my home ever wanted to leave. Never mm-hmm. gave them no problems. And I helped them straighten their life out. All it takes is a person that's going to listen. Because a lot of them just want to be part of an environment that is corrupting their minds. Once they're out of that environment into a good home, oh, they can change.
3: Mm. I've
12: seen it. I've seen it.
3: Mm -hmm.
12: I got one kid that called me on my birthday. Holidays. He spent 15 years locked up for a crime he didn't even commit. Because he was the youngest at the time it happened, they put the crime on him because they thought that
0: he, by him being the youngest, he wouldn't, you know, Nothing he
12: would, happen. Uh, you know, how it goes, him being being yeah. the youngest, you know, he would take he would take the brunt of the of uh, of the uh, the incident. And he was the sweetest kid, and he had to do all that time. But once he came out, now he's a counselor. He counsels. Men from Wankie's Island. Mm. And this boy calls me and he he's gotten himself together. And I love to work with the ones that nobody want. I said, give them to me. I just showed them. I had two of them that went straight from my home and I told them, Sweetie, why don't you go into the military? You're gonna be okay. Graduated from high school, went right into the military, and wasn't forced to care since they was three years old. Mm. All it takes is somebody to show that they love and they can, that's what it takes. Because they are corrupt from the system. When you got all of these songs on the, you know, that these rappers sing every song. It's about sex, woman, bitch, hoe. Yeah. Come on now. I mean, I I, I just hope things can change sooner than later because (coughs) I don't know what's going to happen with my grandchildren. (coughs) What's going to happen with him when he's 20 years old? I don't know. I might not be around. Maybe so, but I don't know. (coughs) I don't want him to be part of this uh, subcultures.
3: And my name is Dylan, and I'm done speaking.
0: And you know what? I I um. I think that women like yourself, or, or just, not just women, but I think that um, our Aboriginal family, like yourself, I just think that there are certain people <coughs> that have certain gifts. Um, and they're really put on this planet. They have certain, they have specific gifts. Um, and you're one of them. You say, "Listen," and, 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 that, and that is key. But everybody can't do what you do. Um, it's just like <clears throat> I give you the same thing. Like there, there there's, there's teachers around the country. There's teachers around this country that teach in high schools. They teach in middle schools. Um, they they teach. But there's really only a few that have a real gift for teaching. Where they can teach and the student really gets it, you have many with the title, but there's only a few that really know how to teach that can really break some stuff down and I think that those people it's imperative that they that they connect um, <clears throat> that they really connect because uh, we need you all and i'm I'm thankful just just from your story i i I thank you because our children, they get they especially the teenagers, black boys get funneled and our black girls. They're the most under dis, underserved, whether it's female prisons or whether it's adolescent juvenile facilities. Our young girls are the most underserved. They get the least amount of visits. Uh, but our black boys are shuttled through the system and you're and the older they get, the less there is for anybody to want them. So they go through that system. And then people blame them when they enter the prison industrial complex after going through that foster care system. It's like, well, what do you expect? Um, So I just want to thank you for your service. Just as we would thank our, just as we would thank, you know, people coming home from the military for their service, we need to start thanking our brothers and sisters like yourself for your service because you didn't have to do that, but you did. And we need more like you to open their doors um, and really have that love uh, for our children. So I thank you. The other thing is, is <clears throat> while you were talking about the sag and I had to mute my phone cause I was laughing. Um, I often wonder why people don't just take their, why some of these young guys just don't take their pants off and carry them on, on their shoulders until they get to where they're going. Cause I mean, it's, It's basically the same thing, the the things. Yeah, they should just take them off and just carry them right on their shoulder, just walk around in their boxers. But, yeah, thank you, Empress.
12: But you see them all inside the supermarket, the store. I I don't understand how do you walk with your pants all... I mean, you could imagine what they already saying about us. But to see them, especially back in the early 2000s when it was a big fad, how a mother can actually see her son walk out the house, walk around the house with the pants, belt around the legs, not not even at the ace, at the waist. I always wondered, how come the pants don't fall all the way down? How do they stay up there like that? Yeah, I don't know. What it's, is the concept that goes on in your mind? that you see that? You cannot see that. This is not normal.
11: Yeah. Hey, God, can I, can I chime in real quick?
0: Yeah, yeah, please. Yes. Um,
11: this is, and I don't know who said it earlier. Uh, I know someone talked about just the evolution of sagging. You know, I'm, I'm 41. I'm grew up in the 90s, and I believe a brother was talking about it earlier. I it started off with just showing the uh, hip line, like you would kind of show off the uh, the the tag or like what kind of label you had, and then as we got deeper into it over the years, it, it, it went from the showing from the hips to below the, the butt crack, and you know, obviously, you know, we know where the the origins come from, but we have to also understand that this whole concept of sagging has also been socially engineered uh, because a lot of these young men who uh, partake in this this insanity have uh, adulation towards a lot of these these hip hop acts. And, you know, we remember doing the 2000s with, you know, the, the Little Wayne's and the, yeah. the Not the. Play put point of finger, but, you know, I'm sure he had a, a a large influence on a lot of the dress codes uh, that we currently see. And I'm sure there's, there's other people out there I can name. He's just the, the main one that, that comes to
3: mind. You know, a lot of these kids and, the, you know, uh, a lot of generations, they, they
11: want to express themselves. Yeah. And so they feel like by sagging their pants that they're, they're expressing themselves. But what they don't understand is. They're doing more harm to themselves than they are doing good. And so for that that need to express themselves with, with <clears> this, <throat> this sagging, if you will, and whatever else, whatever other form of expression that they're trying to create, that they are, I don't know, it's just hard to even put into words. Is is they're, they're, they're basically, they're, they're gone. They're, they're mentally gone. Mm. And the, as the elders, we try to correct them on, you know, dress codes. But see, this is the issue: too many of the, the so-called elders, or 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 the people our age and older, we aren't doing what the fuck we supposed to be damn doing. Mm. And because we aren't living the way we were destined to live, like the ancestors, and because we're out here perpetuating all these agendas, these young people are looking at a lot of, of older generation like, who the fuck are you? It's, excuse my friends, but who are you to tell me how I should dress or how I should speak or what I should do when you're out here perpetuating these agendas? And if we want these young people to start getting on code and pulling up their pants and uh, stop wearing hair bonnets and start, uh treating themselves with respect well the so-called fake woke fake conscious people well we need to handle our shit too so it's it's mm-hmm. it's it's like the topic of the discussion from the beginning so it's, it's accountability you know uh we, we have this 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 culture do as i say not as i do mm. type of mentality you know, a lot of it has origins in the church. So you had the janky pastors who's out here preaching to the congregation to follow these and protect these commandments, but they out here you know, got 15 women in the congregation that they sleeping with. You understand what I'm saying? So it's just like, we gotta if we, if we wanna be leaders and if we wanna set the example, then what we gotta understand
3: that people are watching. Yeah. So if you're going get out out here and you're gonna Tell these
11: young people to to do this. You just got to make sure that when when all is said and done, when you get home and you look yourself in the mirror, you got to make sure that that you're owning your shit too.
0: Facts. That's real. And that's the truest form of integrity. The truest form of integrity is you by yourself. Looking yourself in the mirror in your household. Because you can be whoever you want to be in the general eyesight of the public until the, until the layers get peeled back because you will get found out. That's just how it works. But the greatest form of integrity is what do you do when you're alone? What do you do in your daily life? Nobody looking. Yeah. When nobody's looking, when nobody else is looking, what are you doing? When nobody else is looking, you know, um, and and I think that that's where the I think that that's a lot of times where the conscious community fails, <clears throat> because you all because what happens is something always comes to light, and then what happens is it becomes justifiable for other people to say, see, look at the conscious man, they no different than, and it gives them justification to go and do what they wanted to do anyway. They just now have some fuel to fire what they were going to do. So if they want to go out and party and 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 club and all of that, and you got Yorima Kurama telling them, well, there's a war going on. And then, well, damn, Yorima was found with a white woman. Well, uh, see, see, I told you. <laughs> it just becomes justifiable for them to continue doing what they're doing. So um, we definitely have to be on code. And definitely that that word integrity is big, man. It's a big thing. The word transparency is big. Uh, uh, being transparent and being honest and the word truth and trust, you know, these, these have meaning, Uh, accountability, you know, um, responsibility. Um, You know, I think that wealth, you, you nailed it earlier when you said that um, as community, You know, whatever you're doing, you thinking that you're doing it as an individual, but it's affecting all of us. And that shit was so real the way you the way you framed that, because. um, When we look at, you know, I mean, just just look at the movies that get put out about us. And other groups around the world, that's their world. That's the view that they get of us. That's their view. If you talk to a lot of a lot of other groups that from around the world, their view about us is through movies. So the buffoonery, the coonery, the, um, you know, the rigid black man, hardcore black man just has no feelings. He's just hard. That's how they view us. And so, you know, when somebody does in within the confines of the community, when somebody does something, yeah, absolutely, that is going to reflect on all of us, whether we want it to or not. And you can try to disassociate yourself. And and the European plays a great game of division, so they'll disassociate by saying, oh, see, you're one of the good black guys, or you're one of the good black women. They'll do that shit, and if you don't catch it and check that shit right there, or they'll, oh, you're different from, if, if you don't check it, And you just smiling and gee, 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 and that's the divide and conquer game that they do. And they play that shit often. They play that card often. So, I mean, we really do have to, we really do have to, uh, you know, account, like you said, uh, Brother Ali, we do have to account for our own shit. And that's the shadow work that I talk about. That's the shadow work. That's that internal work. Karima, can I say something?
3: Yeah. Okay, I just want to say, um, you know, me and my sister, we were speaking tonight
12: and she was speaking of going to see her girlfriend that lived in a uh, project in Harlem. Mm. And she, she, you know, she stated, I would never go back there again because walking outside the building Every little step I took, I had to prevent myself from stalking, uh walking in dog shit. Mm. Um, she said it was just so much all, I mean dog shit all up and down the street. Mm. People walk their dogs and let the dogs poop on the concrete where the people have to walk. You don't care people are stepping in it and taking it back upstairs and to, to their apartments. The concept of where the black man, black woman lives, it's like a world within a world. An environment within, it's like a subculture of the rest of us. And I don't, you know, it's a lot of changes that has to be made. You know, a lot of changes. It has to first start off with. Um understanding who you are so that you can pass knowledge down and, and and be able to know and understand and we live in this place. we need to start keeping it clean. We need to start talking to our children. We need to make changes so we can exist and be part of this society. Instead of growing up this way. I, I'm so sick of seeing women. Every time I scroll down Instagram. But their butts and their asses out. I'm sick of it. All mm. twerking. Are twerking. Why do we have to keep seeing this? Mm. And these grown women stop it. Enough is enough. When is it going to, I mean, Lord Jesus, please take the will. <laughs> we don't need it. And I'm not, I'm not trying to, you know, say anything about the, you know, women makeup. We put a little makeup on our face. But God
3: damn, it's taking two hours to put the makeup on now. Mm-hmm.
12: Imagine just meeting this dude. Oh he loved. He see you oh he like him, what he see. But guess what? You ain't even gonna take that makeup off. We don't come off, weaves don't come off.
3: <laughs> mm.
12: Nothing. Nothing. Oh no, I don't want our first upset, oh no, he ain't gonna never see me like this. And I ain't no, I don't want him to see me like this. That's because you don't love yourself. Facts. You don't love yourself. Mm. Mm. And if he do see you without it, he might not stay. because there's a lot of them that don't like it. They don't like the, the natural look. They like you to look like that. They want you to look like that. I rather, oh, oh, I'm a light skin girl. they are turn you from brown skin to light skin. Natural all the way. Okay. Trying to start stretch marks. Rolls And, and yeah. a lot of this is coming from this this rap, this rap shit. Yeah. That's it's not a, if That's you right. put a video, if Cardi B opened her, 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 her illiterate mouth for three minutes to say something, they swarm like bees to her her, her Instagram. A million in, in, in three minutes. But when brothers are speaking facts, things that you can learn on, you hardly get any views. You'll go over there to hear nothing. All of that crap.
3: Mm.
12: But when somebody trying to speak facts, oh no, y'all don't want y'all don't want that this too boring. No 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 say nothing. You're talking about oh.
11: idol worshiping.
12: That old shit. Hey, yeah, too much worship beneath celebrities. Celebrity worship. Yep. Hey, hey
4: sis. I want to. I want to add, if you don't real,
0: mind. Real, uh, real quick. Wealth. Um, just real quick. Um, I think that because I, I don't want to lose this thought, I can't. Um, and I don't want to sound defeatist, uh, Len. But when we start talking about the community, that's why our organization is working on getting land um, because the fact of the matter is, is that when when we're talking about, I'm from New York. So when we're talking about that community, it doesn't matter any community around the country. um, What you're talking about is the 85%. And when you're talking about the 85%, we're not going to change that mindset. Right, It's too embedded it's generational. Um, when we talk about generational curses, that's exactly mm-hmm. what we're talking about. So exactly. um, what we have done and in, in, in in, in how I come to that conclusion is the fact that, you know, we've had. If, if we're still in 2021 talking about the same things that Malcolm talked about in the 60s, talking about the same things that that's Marcus Mosiah Garvey talked about in the early 1900s and the 1920s if we're talking about the same issues now that that's a problem so we have to we have to address it differently so that means in telling creating our own community therefore you can create a blueprint i know that when i was talking to my team about this 2 years ago and or about a year and a half ago i said that one of the things if there was somebody driving up if they were just driving up to inquire about living within the confines of our community. This is a hypothetical, but if they were driving up and I saw them flick a cigarette butt out the window, there's no way they could fucking live in our community period. Just the flick of a cigarette butt out the window because that cigarette butt needs to be put out in your car. Because if you're willing to flick it out the window into the community, then you're willing to drop other shit in the community as well. And so we have to, and and I'm always big on small, the small things. See, we always want to get to the big things, but we don't know even how, what got us to the big things. Right. So we got big problems, but we don't know the small shit down here that, that layered to get us Mm -hmm. to the big problems. Mm -hmm. So I, we, we have to create our own communities so that we can set the blueprint. And by you being, in, I, I give you an example by you being in the, in the, in the juvenile justice system. I was in the prison system. And one thing about the prison system is that, um, there's rules, regulations, and there's precedents that are already set. And not all of that is by the administration or the guards. Some of, most of that is by us, the convicts. And so one of the things is, is like, the dude who gets off the bus, who is new to the institution. Um, it doesn't really have to be stated, but the energy is felt. He will know inherently not to put his goddamn hands on that TV. You're, you're new here. You don't come in here turning TVs for people that have been, been here. Why? Because there's a blueprint that been set. And so if he turns the TV, there's going to be an example made of him. And any new guy that sees that example is going to know, oh, shit, that's what not to do. And this is how you set blueprints for communities. It's going to be hard. You're going to be hard pressed to set a blueprint in Washington Heights. You're gonna be hard pressed to set a, a a precedent or a blueprint in the Soundview project. So we just are. It's gonna be, you know, wall projects. You're gonna be hard pressed because those are generation. The, 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 that's a generational type immorality. Brownville. Yeah, all of that. The, 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 so generationally, that's been going on, and that's how the system has designed it. But if we mm-hmm. can set our own blueprint, then that means anybody coming in after us. They can't change that unless we allow them to and this is where you have to have strong brothers and sisters who are not allowing that we're standing on total principles we're standing on morals values this blueprint will not be changed at any cost and for those that want to violate this blueprint there will be there will be severe consequences for that Mm -hmm. Why? Because we have children that are going to be coming up. We have babies, and we can't allow these babies to see the type of nefarious debauchery that you're trying to bring to this community. Mm -hmm. We've set this blueprint because we couldn't change the community, these other communities around the country. So we had to create our own. So if you think we're going to let you niggas with that nigga-ass mentality to come into this community and change this, you got us all the way fucked up. And so that's, I think, th- that's where we need to start. Yeah. We know what we want. I'm, I'm, we're talking about drama. Tr- dr- when I say drama-free and trauma-free environments, mm-hmm. it's not even so much for us. It's for our babies. Because well, they, have sure. to, they have to be able to see right. something different rather than coming out of the goddamn exactly. high-rise and see dog shit all over there. And they have to dodge that. That's ridiculous. That's what I'm talking about. But that's a but that's indicative of a people that don't care. Mm-hmm. That's indicative of the people that don't care. And so if you don't care, it's gonna it's gonna it's 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 going to reflect in your life. It's going to reflect in how you treat your children, it's gonna reflect in how you eat food, what food you buy, it's gonna reflect in how you live your life. And we have to get away from that level of degeneracy, man. It, it, it's a degenerate type, debilitating, low vibrational yeah. ass mentality, and it just is. And we have to call that shit that. And the, and and it's not going to change that mentality because it's a mentality. And the people have to, with a mentality like that, it becomes like an addict. And I know wealth has talked about this before, and he's broken down the addict syndrome very well. So the addict has to get to a point where they want to change. It can't be forced upon them. They have to be at a point where they want to change because if it's forced upon them, the first chance that they get to revert back to old behavior, they will. Because they're they're always going to be trying to buck it because they're feeling like it's forced. So they have to get to a point where they want to see the change. They got to get to the point where they don't want to see dog shit on the sidewalk no more. They got to get to the point where they don't want to see fucking broken glass everywhere. People pissing on the stage. You know, they just don't care. They got to get to that point. Wealth. Sorry to cut your wisdom, God, but I had to, I had to, I, I wanted to, to, to reflect that.
6: Hey no egos involved brother. It's all right, it's all right. Hey, listen, what you said, this is why it's important sometimes just to be still and
4: listen. You know, because you actually touched on and gave me greater insight to what I was about to say anyway. You know, um I was about to say, you know, one of the one of the I've come across lots of teachings that have helped me to just open up new, you know, vast new understandings of myself. And the more I understand
6: myself, the more I understand the world around me. So one of those sayings was, in the absence of light, become the light, right? Mm -hmm. So just imagine yourself in a dark room, pitch black, and there's other people in that room. And all of y'all holding light, some kind of light source, a candle, for instance. And you're sitting around trying to find their candle to light it when you got a candle in your hand. It's, it's, It's next to impossible. Right, you can't light that candle. But look, what you can do is you don't you know where your candle is, it's in your hand. You can light your candle. So in the absence of light, when it's when everybody else is doing some some shit that you don't like, you gotta be the change you wanna see, and that requires you to go within, right? Myself, I'm speaking from from my own experience, and I've said this before on here. You know what I mean? The more I went inside myself and listen to myself, listen to those thoughts that was going on inside my head. Listen to, 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 to really realize that a lot of those things that I thought was my thoughts wasn't even my thoughts. They were thoughts that I picked up from the world and adapted them and thought they was my thoughts. But when I found my true thoughts, I realized that I didn't want none of that shit. I, I didn't agree with none of that shit. I was operating off somebody else's operating system. You know what I mean? And, and like, the more you do the shadow work or some you know I, I may refer to it as as meditation so that you can go within you know when you go within, you start to find all the answers and solutions to the things outside yourself you can't if you can't affect change outside yourself the change you're looking for until you affect that very same thing inside yourself so you can't i can't I can't go out here. And and I'm not going to say find love. Listen to the words I'm saying. I can't go out here and receive love if I don't know how to give love to myself.
3: Mm. I can't do it. It's not it's not possible, right? Because I, I, I don't have that connection to it inside myself.
6: And And when we talk about that mirror, you know, it's not so much as a physical mirror, but it's going inside to see who you really are on the inside. Look at yourself from the inside. Right? And that's a place that a lot of people are so uncomfortable going because I was one of those people. Mm-hmm. It's a scary place if you ain't never been there before because you don't know what to find. You don't know what you're going to find. And a lot of times, that's where a lot of that pain and that trauma lies. And you've been running running from the trauma like an addict looking for quick fixes to fix that pain and that trauma. You're running from it and, and you're doing all these 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 things that's not... <laughs> It's not fixing the pain. It's just a Band-Aid on a gunshot wound.
5: Right.
6: You know what I mean? So, you know, when I went inside, and I, and I, and I, and I, and I hope that y'all hear this, and, and you just try it. Stop running from yourself and be still for a minute. Find some quiet time and some quiet space. Even if it's 3 in the morning where everybody else is asleep, if you live in a house with a whole bunch of people, you know what I mean? Find some quiet time and just sit still and listen to yourself. I can't listen to you until I learn how to listen to myself.
3: Mm.
6: I mean, truly listen like the brother Jay was talking about, Ali, you know what I mean? Like you can't truly listen because to listen, you got to be still. You got to be still in your thoughts. You You got to be in receiving mode. You got to be still. And if you don't know how to be still because you always move it in your thoughts, you can't listen. You just waiting to respond, mm. because the program is being triggered at everything you hear, so the message can't even resonate and reach the destination, which is inside yourself, so you can process what you're hearing. You know what I mean, a lot of this starts from just doing the work, and and when you started talking, Yurima, about about building that community, I smiled to myself because I heard it. That's an outgrowth of doing the self work. Because I know lots of us here have done that self-work. You know, we might be at different stages of the journey, but we've all began doing, I I ain't going to say we've all, but I know many of us here in this room have begun doing that self-work. And what it did was it made, because you could recognize that work in yourself, you recognize that work in other people now. Mm -hmm. Like matters start to attract and then that light matter starts to coagulate, starts to bind together, and now you got a community. Mm-hmm. That community now has become that that light in the darkness, right, and other other people are gonna be attracted to that, right, it's, it's, they, 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 other people that's on that journey is seeking, because we can't go out there and make them change, you can't do that, but you can be the example, you can be the shining light in the darkness, that will attract those people the right people and mm-hmm. and you're going to attract some of the some of the other ones in the dark too cuz when your light come on everybody going to see mm Right, mm-hmm. and the ones that don't realize they got a candle in their hand, they coming to you too. But they coming, they coming with the intent to take your candle. <laughs> That's the difference, right? <laughs> Instead of getting the candle lit, you know what I mean. So you know, it, But but it's it it's it's worth it because there's a peace there. There's a peace there that now you're not yearning no more for something outside
3: yourself. You realize you had the keys to your own locks all along. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. I mean, hey, I I just I was just listening to the room and I
6: kept hearing it and I I, and it was being said in so many different ways. And there's no coincidences. It was just it was just it was beautiful. You know what I mean? To just hear it from so many different, different uh, voices in in different words. But it was all saying the same thing. You know what I mean? Like we got to start doing the individual work because that's where freedom is. The freedom starts dead got to free yourself first right so that's all I wanted to add
0: facts facts so family we've been on for um uh what two hours and 45 minutes um I'm about to get off I'm gonna shut it down uh I think it's been great conversation um it's been a great build Anybody else want to add anything before we step away? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I just want to say one last thing. Um, God um,
11: yes. and our Brother Wealth is, is throwing darts and, and hitting it all the way around. I just want to say that when you only care about the truth, regardless of whether it's about who you are as an individual or just about just the truth in general, you, it, 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 it does wonders if you're cutting back all of that excess fat and bullshit. You're not so much worried about people's perceptions of you or, you know, uh, image, you know, you only deal with the, the reality and the truth about who you are and where you're going. And I think too many of our people are concerned with all the other shit instead of being really focused on the truth. Because, and like he said, the truth can be a very scary place if you're not ready for it. Mm. But when you've been broken down and you've gone through hardships and you've gone through things and you've been stripped of everything and the only thing you have is
7: the truth, then
11: you can find peace in it.
0: Yeah, thank you awesome.
7: for that. Jay. Just like you, brother Jerima, when we uh, come across someone who speaks truth to power, like you, Jerima, like um, our sister Monique and like so many other people that get crucified constantly in the public eye, it's our duty and our responsibility to stand up for those people because when they're standing in truth, what people do nowadays is attack the truth. And, uh, and what we can do, what we can do as our part is to make sure that we vocally support them and make sure that we're saying in whatever form that we have, whatever platform that we have, no, this brother is making a valid point to uplift our people, or this sister is making a valid point to uplift our people, because even then that is us standing in our truth by mm-hmm. supporting it. So, I think that's all of our responsibility, especially people that come to the room like this. Don't be afraid to use your voice, no matter where it is, because we all have a platform.
0: Thank you for that, Roxy. Anybody else want to say anything? Any last? I want to shout out uh, uh, the sister, Ashanti, Ashanta. Uh, Thank you again for sharing. Uh, I'm not sure if she's still on, but. Definitely appreciate um, the transparency and uh, the light that you brought, because um, you definitely brought light with you. So we're thankful for that, um, and so young too. So um, you're going to do some amazing things because you're already you're already locking in, and that's a beautiful thing. Um, take the jewels and uh, and just make sure you share them. Um, jewels are to be shared. Um, that's one of the gifts from the ancestors. They are to be passed on. They're not to be buried with us. So um, with that said, we're going to get up out of here. Peace, love, and light. I love the family. Uh, just keep in mind, uh, uh, next month, remember, uh, our National Unity Walk event uh, will be in the home of Black Wall Street, Tulsa, Oklahoma, July 22nd through the 25th. And then after that, we will be looking at Cairo, Illinois for our next family meeting uh, to check out some of the uh, pyramids up there. So, or pyramid, I guess. Uh, We'll figure it out, but we'll keep you abreast of that. July 22nd through the 25th, and then after that, it'll be either end of August or beginning of September. I would like to have it maybe end of August. Black August is big. Shout out to uh, George Jackson and Jonathan Jackson on that. Hashay. So with that said, uh, peace, power, and light to the family. Peace,
5: peace to the God. gods. Peace,
8: y'all.
11: Peace to the
8: fam. Peace, peace, to,
12: God. God. peace to the gods. God. Peace. Peace. family. fam. Look it up. flood individual.
0: Thanks for keeping the lights on, Dian.
12: Cindy the
3: ass reproduction. production. the ass On the wake up.